The Preston and Steve Show on 93.3 WMMR. One of the things that's taking place here in our studios this morning are the Phillies Tattoo Extravaganza. And our friends from Tattoos by RC are here to ink up many old people as we're getting set for the World getting set for the World Series tomorrow. And uh, they're all getting Phillies tattoos. Yes. Pretty sweet deal. Very and cool. Uh, we have, we have ten, 10 lined up, right? Yes. I believe yeah. so, yeah. That's and a hell of a lot of tattoos. There, there will be a lot of ink laid uh, today. And uh, our very first uh, contestant, or, or I guess recipient, is here this morning, and uh, we just want to say hi to him real quick. It's uh, I'm, I'm going to mess up your name, Guillermo. It's Guillermo. How, how do you say the whole thing? It's Guillermo Miguel Gonzalez Jr. de Román. <laughs> <laughs> There you go. Yeah, my parents were confused, so they didn't know how to name me. Right, right. right. The odd exactly. thing is you're Swedish, which is very, very bizarre. Uh, Guillermo, are you gonna uh, you gonna get to go to any of the games, uh, any of the World Series games? Nah, nah. It uh, lands in my work schedule, so yeah. But I would love to go be there live, but. The next best thing, get a tattoo, right? That's right. The uh, second that's, one. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Your second and your 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 absolute showing of support of the team. So that's very cool. That is awesome. And so uh, is uh, is he going to be the first one in line? He is case? the first one. In fact, uh, we we are, I'm numbering everybody as they come in. So first come, first serve. First come, first serve. All right, that's perfect, man. Well, you all set, man? I'm all set. I'm ready. All right, we'll do it. Get you animal. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, hey, <laughs> <laughs> He'll be the first to get the tattoo, which is pretty sweet. So we'll have to make sure that we get uh, plenty of pictures of this and uh, pass that stuff along to you. All right, so I wasn't ready with a stupid question, but I do have a very cool book here that has some uh, good questions, which I'll dig into. Uh, we have a paintball for two that we're going to give you uh, for the correct answer. You know what? Here, This one I was not aware of. Okay. okay. Now, well, that qualifies as a gram- question. Grammatically, what was the first full sentence... Spoken by E.T. in uh, the movie, E.T. the Extraterrestrial. Grammatically, the first full sentence spoken by E.T. Yep. In the movie E.T. Yep. Not the real E.T. No, no, no. The movie E.T. 215-263-WMMR. Call right now. Let's see if you can get that right. All right. Uh, Get on the line. Let's see if we got it. All right. Today is Tuesday, October 27th. And uh, some birthdays that are being celebrated today. Scott Weiland of Stone hey, Temple Pilots has his birthday, and he is, how old is Scott? Scott is... Happy birthday to you! 42 years old today. Dude's been through a lot in his 42 years. He's lived, lived a couple of lifetimes, and apparently it's, yeah, it's, it's still co- going on, you know? Uh, yes, and a lot of drug addiction along the way. You know what? We had him by the Camp Out for Hunger last year. Yeah. He was a very cordial guy. He was. Very nice. Yep. It just, and it makes you wonder how he ends up always in the thick of it, you know? Yeah. He, he's, There's always can, a, lot of, a lot of conflict going on in his he, life. You can tell that you're talk, while you're talking to him that he's, you know, he's, he's had a hard life yeah, as far yeah. as, uh, you know, dabbling in drugs. He's just a tiny bit off. But he was a he was a cordial guy. He was yeah, a nice guy nice. and had no problem uh, spending time with uh, all the listeners and uh, getting pictures taken and stuff like that. But he is uh, forty two years old today. Scott Weiland, uh, Kelly Osborne, who we just spoke to last week, is what is this? This is SARS. Remember when she her failed music career? Which she, she now which she now calls regrettable. Does she? Yeah, yeah. Ugh. Not a bad singer. She's 25. Well, how can you tell? Is she, is she yeah. layered in with a wall of sound there? She's still uh, on the show, Kath, or did she um, get voted Yeah, no, off? she's still on the show. Really? She yeah. injured herself the other day. She was dancing in her bare feet. 
Oh really? Yeah. All right, well, she's uh, twenty five today. I, I like I like the fact that she's you know she she can assess things correctly. She yep. knew the music was a misstep, yeah. and uh, oh, and she knows she's trying to like turn turn her career around. She's, she's working at it. She's come around. Her and Jack yeah. both have finally, from what we originally saw in the Osbournes, like these sure, are yeah. messed up people. But and they've you know, come together. She, she you know she's a little bit like her mom. She, she's funny, and she doesn't you know like on the show on Dancing with the Stars, like they, you know they'll do these odd things, and she doesn't pretend like oh they're dancers. They do that like she calls them out. Like right, right, really, right. What, what is that noise? You're making you know yeah uh let me see john cleese one of the all-time greats uh mighty python of course one of the founding members there's a great series uh which uh examines the early days of monty python it's on every sunday night it's a six or seven part series uh and i, I caught the first one it's awesome which which member of monty python died in the early 90s graham parker okay yeah because there were graham parker was it no Whoever it was that we that we had some Monty Python freaks in my uh, high school, and they actually wore black armbands around oh, their really? sweaters. Yeah, as a you know, I guess you know because he died. What, what do they call that? In memoriam, right? In memoriam. <laughs> yeah. Uh, is he? Yeah, I thought uh, I thought it was uh, a Graham Chapman. I'm there sorry, you go. Steve. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. yeah. there's a Graham Parker. And once I got in my hand, I'm like, oh no, that's not it. <laughs> yeah, he he had uh, he had cancer, passed away uh, years ago, quite a while back. He um, was also he used to do all those extreme, um, uh, uh, like bizarre sport things, Preston. He was he participated in that. Uh, thing they do in Switzerland where the pianos go down the uh, the mountain and uh, really? yeah yeah oh yeah wow I didn't see sofas my... and stuff he was he was very uh, very out there I didn't see my first Monty Python uh, episode or whatever you you know show until I was I, I had to have been twenty two I had just had my wisdom teeth taken out my aunt bought me a box set of them uh, you know because as is be... the tradition no she, <laughs> she felt bad she knew <laughs> I was going to be late removed here's your DVDs this is my aunt Pat we're talking about right. here and uh, she bought me so I, I I watched the entire box set I had no idea what I was missing out on yeah. oh yeah yeah it's funny stuff uh, Faulty Towers was another really good series that uh, John Cleese did. And uh, he's been in a bunch of movies, including A Fish Called Wanda, which is awesome. Uh, he's 70 today. Patrick Fugit, who is from Almost Famous. Was he the main kid? The he's main a kid, guy? yeah. Yeah, okay, he's 27. Did he do anything else? Uh, um, he's done a couple yeah. things, right? A little bit of character yeah, a work. Couple. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> he's really good in that movie, though. He is really good in that movie. He's 27. Uh, Roberto Benigni. Hey! Life is a beautiful. But and, not so much. Yeah, well, he won the Oscar for that. And, then, and that's it. That was pretty much it. I yeah. see you in about the 20 years. He's uh, 57 today. He did that uh, horrible Pinocchio um, movie, right? What was it? Was it Geppetto? What was it? The, uh, I thought it was just called Pinocchio. Was it Pinocchio? Okay. I do not know. Horrible. 57 today. And then, I remember uh, when he, he went up for his Oscar, he crawled over the, um, yeah, the over seats. The, over the seats, yeah. Uh, Ruby D. Who yes. Was, I don't know her. She's oh. eight, 85. Isn't she in the stand? Isn't she, she oh, the old uh, black her. woman in the stand? Yep. Really? Yeah. That's Ruby D. Mother also, Abigail. Wow. Yeah. Okay. She's uh, also in Do the Right Thing. Yep. And uh, Jungle Fever and the widow of Ossie Davis. Yes. And she's she was also in Do the Right Thing. Uh, and then the last birthday is my wife's birthday. Oh. Oh. And how is she celebrating, Preston? She is in bed with a 104 degree oh. temperature. And three sick kids. And three sick children yeah. all piled into the same bed together. You better have something nice for her. I kissed her on the forehead and said, have a nice day, honey. <laughs> yeah, and I'm like, No, I'm going to leave right after the show. i got to get home and uh, I have a sick house full of people. Did you get her it's a gift? It's a sick. Yeah, I got her. House. I, got, <laughs> I, have, I have her some gifts. You should go home singing yeah. that. <laughs> Present is a musical number. <laughs> that is so funny, Preston. That is so funny. Uh, it's not, a sick. 
Jesus. House. House. Um, puke, puke, puke. <laughs> Uh, it all come out. <laughs> <laughs> She's a sick <laughs> house. Um, she will love that. <laughs> we could all do it. So. But I've got to. Uh, I got to get there and, and take over. I, I have her some gifts, but I haven't had a chance to wrap it like all day yesterday. Just matter. I was. She was in bed with the other kids. What? Uh, or just put them at the end of the bed, and and, and then when she says, oh, "What are these? Is it your gifts?" You open up. A, they were all gift wrapped nicely. Don't you remember? <laughs> you don't remember? Oh, that fever must be good. getting. Yeah, you are yeah. really sick. Yeah, the fever is screwing you up. Uh, but you wanted to get her something nice. Did you think of something? Uh, I got her some thoughtful things. Yes, okay. yeah. I, I found which a, means nothing. I, I found a couple good things. <laughs> which to, uh, means. Yeah, a couple. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, happy birthday, honey. Uh, she was awake when I left this really? morning. Yeah. I mean, just oh, you know, couldn't sleep. She's got the fever. Do you think that uh, it's going to work its way to getting you sick eventually? Or, or there have know. there have been a few times, <laughs> not a couple. There have been a few times where the whole family has gotten sick and I have not. Wow. So I'm hoping that that is what's going to happen this time around. So, uh, well, we hope that as well. If because... not, be ready because uh, we yeah. may need a day off. <laughs> Anyway, we're going to move on with uh, the stupid question, which is, uh, what is the first full sentence said by E.T.? 215-263-WMMR. I'm going to go to Steve. Hey, Steve, how you doing? Hey, guys, what's up? Hey, bud, what's the answer? I'm going with E.T. phone home. No, sir. Oh, that is not the first. I full thought it sentence. was. I'm a certified uh, notary republic. No, <laughs> really? Yeah. I didn't even know he said that. <laughs> well, he used the speak and spell, so right, it wasn't yes. official. <laughs> I'm a certified public accountant. Let me go to Ed. Hey, Ed, how you doing? Hey, one, two, bottle do. Yay, yes, three, four, crap, monstank. <laughs> All right, Ed. <laughs> Wrong one, but we'll go with it. What's the answer, Ed? Uh, be good. Yes. Really? Yep. And who was he talking to Drew Barrymore? Uh, yes, it was at the very end of the movie, right? Yeah, yeah. at the very end, right yeah, before be he leaves. Good. He says, "Be good." And Nick, I guess you would be the you're the the English major here. It's an uh, imperative sentence. Yep. Okay. So it's a, all you need is a verb and um and love. following it. And love. The verb and love. Yeah. What did I say to, to you? The Beatles. All right, and uh, you're the English guy. I'm and the English guy. Since you got that right, we are going <laughs> to set you up with uh, paintball for two from Ridley Park Paintball, where action never stops. All right, ma'am. You guys rock. Yeah. But visit rpscpaintball.com for more information. But like a few seconds before that, he had said Johnny, right? So Johnny. It's Johnny, Johnny be good. good. Oh, <laughs> I don't know. It's his favorite song. Yeah. You must have seen the director's cut. I did, I don't yeah. remember that. Uh, two weeks after California First Lady Maria Shriver apologized when she was caught on camera violating the state's hand-free cell phone law while driving, a new video posted online Monday showed her parked in a red zone, which is reserved for emergency vehicles. Arnie's not happy. Uh, according to uh, TMZ, uh, which posted the photos and video of Shriver two weeks ago, as well as a new video yesterday, 
Uh, Maria had been parked illegally for nearly an hour while visiting a doctor's office. What are you doing? In uh, Santa Monica. You're making me look like an idiot. Uh, Shriver apologized in a statement saying... I, I thought she had a driver. I regret that I made a mistake. I take responsibility for it. No, they had all those pictures of her driving. Right, remember? but then then the word was is that she was going to get a driver. Uh, really? Yeah, and, uh, and she'd be driven around and she wouldn't have to worry about that. Wow. But apparently that didn't happen. I guess it'd be kind of hard, especially with the state that that uh, state is in. Uh, yeah, just hire a driver. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah, so, that's a good idea. So she did it again. Uh, Angelina Jolie previously revealed that a random-looking tattoo on Brad Pitt's back is the result of her doodling. After the actor was photographed revealing the scattered-looking lines in the wake of his weekend motorcycle accident. She needs to stay away from tattoos. Uh, PressHilton.com dug up an old interview in which the markings were explained when asked about the tattoo last year. She told Entertainment Weekly, I drew that. Uh, we went to... I don't like it. <laughs> uh, we went to Dave Davos. Davos, yes. Set up place. Sure. Right. Davos! I wasn't sure if it was a restaurant or a I country. I think it is. All it right. is a restaurant and a country. <laughs> it's also a floor polish. It's not that we were bored at the World Economic Forum, but one night we didn't have anything to do, so I was drawing on his back. And he decided to commit that to a tattoo? Yeah. Uh, she further explained really? that she had uh, just been sketching on the actor, and he just liked it. Uh, she said uh, the picture... How would he know what it looked like? Uh, she said the picture everybody saw was kind of awkward, but it's uh, it just lines up beautifully on his back, just enhances uh, the part of the body that I like. So, Is she pregnant? Don't know. Why? I don't know. I heard that she was pregnant. I haven't heard anything about that yet. Uh, let me see here. Simon Cowell is reportedly feuding with neighbors near his Beverly Hills home. Really? Parking and noise issues. And his basketball court. Mm -hmm. uh, although no official complaints have been filed with authorities, an officer situated, situated outside of American Idol Judge's $15 million plush mansion told London's Daily Mail, we have had many complaints from the neighbors, mostly about parking. It's a nightmare. Well, doesn't he have like a Rolls Royce? He's got like a fleet of cars. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the officer added, but he's a busy guy and he's never around to speak. Uh, we talk to his workers and they do their best to resolve issues as they arise. Please understand, he's very busy. He's quite talented and he deserves all the automobiles he can afford. So we'll just have to make do with what we do in a bit. Stiff up a lip and all that, you know? Everything will work out just fine. So, he's a gift to our country and the monarchy, I suppose. <laughs> situation. He's an ambassador of goodwill around the world, and I suggest you stop it with his teeth. Was that last part? I don't know. Uh, I'm not really sure. Well, it sounds like maybe they can work it out. We'll have to see. Uh, uh, let me see here. Uh, Khloe Kardashian. No. And, what and, a man. And Lamar Odom. <laughs> Are they divorced? And Lamar Odom have celebrated their newlywed status with matching tattoos. Oh, oh Jesus. Man. Did they let Angelina Jolie draw them? The reality star showed off her new ink, the initials L.O., in a blog post on Monday. Have they not learned? Has, has not history dictated that the dumbest thing you can do is to get a tattoo of your wife or husband or girlfriend? Does, didn't, didn't Johnny Depp have to change Winona to Wino? Oh, yeah, yeah that's yeah. right. Yeah. He did. Uh, with an accompanying photo, Kardashian wrote, uh, when we were at dinner, I just knew I wanted a tattoo for Lamar in, um, in the web of my hand. That is oh, a, that's a ghetto place to get it. 
That's a, that's a that's a, a convict spot. Yeah, yeah right? stupid. Why not a prison tier and a spider web on your elbow? Uh, once we get the shop, we decided on. Uh, once we got to the shop, we decided on getting each other's initials. I got L O and cursive on my right hand. He got K O on both hands. And I mean, so they're just gonna have to get them removed when this doesn't work out in mm-hmm. the next month. Yep, exactly. Are you so, giving it a month? I'm gonna give it. A, I'm gonna give it a month. A month. Uh, I'm giving it. I'm giving it just shy of a year. You're gonna give it that long? Yeah, just to get through the the next season of. Uh, the show. I think they're going to go the yeah. distance, guys. Three years. Shut up. Three <laughs> years. <laughs> Casey's really putting it out there. Yeah. Now, are, is she pregnant? She is, right? No. no. Courtney's pregnant. Courtney. But no, we thought maybe that this was that. a quickie wedding. But then we figured that, no, there'd be no way because she has male genitalia. Yeah. <laughs> right. So how would that even be get possible? Uh, LaToya Jackson is a ghost whisperer. In an interview with The Mirror, LaToya confessed that uh, uh, Michael is speaking to her from beyond the grave. Uh, apparently she hears, I don't know if she hears him or not, but she said... Um, What's he saying? I don't know. Uh, you are so effed up. <laughs> she says... Uh, Send boys. LaToya said, when I go... <laughs> <laughs> when I go to his house, I say, hello, Michael, how oh, are you? Me, boy. Apparently, it's illegal here, too. <laughs> Son of a bitch. So you have to send out call it paradise, but it ain't. <laughs> she says, I, when I go to his house, I say, hello, Michael, how are you? Uh, if Man, you're, what up, bitch? If you're here, please, please let me know. And then the lights start blinking. Uh, I can feel him. I am here, Latoya, to guide you. She says, I can feel him. I can smell his Tom Ford cologne. Tom Ford cologne? I'm not even familiar with that. It's like a John Ford or Bob Dodge cologne. Okay. Tom Ford cologne? And I felt him brush past me. Uh, It's the most wonderful. Get out of the way, goddammit. It's the most wonderful feeling, and the biggest smile comes over my face. It was Uh, awesome, Latoya. There was a, a tunnel of light, and everyone that I loved came towards me and tried to get me arrested for child molestation. They said, uh, she said, I tell him I love him so much and ask him to show me. And then you know what I say? I say, ditto, just like in Ghost. <laughs> uh, I ask him to show me he's here again, and then the lights blink again. I know he's there answering me. And no, knowing- it's not me. It's you're not paying your electric. <laughs> and, and knowing he's watching me is a huge comfort. Uh, I never believed that people could speak here and communicate in that sense, but I've witnessed it several times now, and I want to investigate it further. I'm certainly it's open. Awesome in heaven, Latoya. My nose actually stays on. Uh, I am certainly open-minded to speaking to a medium. No other members of the family have experienced it. Just me. Uh, Latoya also added that uh, her brother is helping her with the investigation into his death. Oh my God. She said, I asked Michael to help me understand what took place. I've told him you to... You must f- help me, Latoya. You're evil men at work. I've told him uh, to find a way to let me know. Uh, a person's name will pop into my head out of the blue. Look at me. What does he have to do with this? Are you saying that Wilfred Brimley did it, Michael? No, no, no. She's saying, I wonder what that guy's up to these days. <laughs> she said a person's great cocoon. She said, a person's name will pop into my head out of the blue. I'll call them. They give me information, and I'll find the connection that I've been looking for. It's wow. amazing. You know, well, she used to host those infomercials for the Psychic Friends Network. Right. You know that? That's right. She That's did. That's right, yeah. Uh, this is ridiculous. But this aside, the entire family, nothing they say is genuine. Like, yeah. I, I yeah. watched them. I watched her say something. They, they did a tribute, I think, on uh, it was da- on Dancing with the Stars. And she was there, and she made, you know, some sort of statement. And she just, I'm just watching. I'm like, none of that. You don't even mean any of 
give that no, shit. No, it's all rehearsed, all pre-written. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Like, oh, thank you. This means so yeah. much. Really, it means that much that Dancing with the Stars is doing a tribute? Shut up. One of the upsides, and, uh, you know, it is tragic with what happened to Michael, but w- with his passing, it was that a lot of the music resurfaced, and you got to hear stuff that you hadn't heard in a long time. The downside is things like this. LaToya. Yeah, yeah. LaToya showing up. Which Michael do you think is in heaven? Like, the banged-out Michael Jackson? Like, uh, remember in Return of the Jedi? Right. He was all, like, banged-out uh, Darth Vader dies, and then He's young, all brand new. You, yeah. He's yeah. like, you go to Mako. Yeah. And you get re- because Yoda was old when he went to Jedi Heaven. Yeah, how come he wasn't like like Teen, born, teen yeah. Yoda? Yeah, <laughs> I wonder what Teen Yoda would look like. Was he green, or does that Probably. just happen with age? I think he looks a lot like Latoya Jackson. Teen Yoda before then. <laughs> teen Yoda before he was. Uh, it's um, Teen Yoda. <laughs> Isn't everyone in heaven young though? Do I don't know? know. When you go to heaven, I I, wanna, I always assume that you'd go up at the. Uh, at what you died at, I don't. I don't know if they roll back the clock, I but maybe that, maybe if you go up, if having a sale, well, or maybe something. you get to be who you want to be, right. or you get yeah. to be the version of you that you. Then prefer. I get to be Latoya. You can be Latoya. You would yeah. die as Latoya. Yeah. Oh. Uh, finally, speaking of Latoya, she said that uh, Michael's pet macaw is also having oh, conversations yeah. with him. Uh, she <laughs> said. She said Michael had a macaw, <laughs> and he was saying, Michael, "I want a cracker." He was saying, "Everything's okay, Hello. Michael." Everyone's fine. Don't Hello. worry. The kids, how are the kids doing? Well, see how the kids are playing? They're playing and they're having fun. This is apparently the bird talking to Michael. Uh, Michael! Beyond I'm the a game. bird! So, there you go. So, wow, that's great. So, all his pets are communicating with him as well. Hang on a second. Rob's Rob's brother-in-law makes Tom Ford cologne. <laughs> what? Hi, Rob. Hey, guys. Hey, what's up, man? Welcome. Uh, you were just talking about that. That's... That, it, it stinks to high heaven. It smells like black leather. It smells like black leather. It smells like black leather. That's perfect for Michael. Tom Ford cologne, yeah. Your brother makes that stuff, Rob? Yeah, out in Jersey. Oh, okay. I didn't know I've that. never heard of Tom awesome. Ford cologne. Is, is it is it on the level of, like, Aqua Velva or? No, it's it's pretty expensive. Is it? Okay. Yeah, it's like a higher end, yeah. I would imagine. I had no Michael idea. Using, but and it, it smells like black leather. The high heaven, Rob says. All right, Rob, So thanks. that's why Michael liked it. Say hi to your brother-in-law for us. We'll see you. <laughs> Right. Went to your mother. Yeah. Noted cologne capital of the world, That's New Jersey. Jersey. That's yeah. right. All right, anyway. I'm moving on now. I have other things. Uh, this is for you, Kathy. Sandra Bullock is in a custody battle with her husband's porn star ex-wife. Oh, this is uh, Jesse James' uh, former wife? Yep. Bullock is uh, trying to prove that she is a better parent for her uh, her husband's five-year-old daughter, Sonny. Uh, then the girl's mother, 40-year-old Janine Lindermulder. Okay, so Sandra Bullock is the stepmom. Yes. Sandra, Sandra Bullock is the stepmom, and Janine Lindermulder, what was her porn name? I don't know. I think it's just it, Janine, isn't it? Is, is that, it? Is that who that is? Well, she was in the studio, right? Didn't she, the one with the full arm uh, tattoos? tattoos? Uh, she one that's got the place at the King of Prussian Mall? No, 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 no. no. That's, that one lives in Jersey, but uh, Janine came in with uh, one of the local uh, establishments, and yeah. she's got uh, was that her? the full arm tattoo. She was nice. Yeah, she's yeah, she very nice. nice. Uh, but anyway, uh, Jesse James has already taken action to keep the child with them. Uh, she is currently Lyndall Mulder. Linda Mulder is currently in a halfway house and uh, can apply for custody for her child at the beginning of the next year. So Janine had a uh, sort of a hard time then. Well, she's um, she's uh, just served six months in prison for tax evasion. Oh. So that's why she's in a halfway house. They put you in there after you get out of prison. 
Uh, Bullock, James, and Linda Mulder all have homes in uh, the beachfront area of Orange County. And uh, she has been the star of over 100 adult films. And the so. Blink-182 album. That, she's on the cover oh, of that. Oh, sure. That is her yeah. then, I you guess. You remember so, her? Yeah, absolutely. Wow. She, she was actually she, pretty cool She was she cool by. when she came in. Uh, but, uh, yeah, uh, now Sandra Bullock's trying to get her daughter. Mm. So we'll see how that turns out. All right. John Gosselin appeared oh, in court oh, yesterday. Oh, no! Uh, where he informed a judge that he had uh, complied with an order to return $180,000 he had improperly withdrawn from a joint bank account with a strange wife, Kate. This was in media, or I mean in uh, Norristown. Right? Right? Yeah, yeah the- everything everything is going through the Norristown court. And what I had heard was that because uh, in Norristown, the divorce... Uh, filings are um, kept se- are kept private. Okay. Where in other courts, I guess where they were, and you can file in a neighboring county. All right. So All they're right. in Berks County, Montgomery County is a neighboring county, so they can. So they keep the records they can sealed. Fi- yeah, they can file it in Montgomery County, and uh, the rec- the divorce filings, divorce records are sealed in Montgomery County. Uh, he reports that although he asked for Kate, uh, asked that Kate be forced to account for thirty three thousand dollars of the couple's money. What's that? Uh, her attorney said that uh, the amount was small enough that the arbitrator overseeing the couple's divorce did not require her to explain why she needed the funds. So, is all the money now back in their joint uh, no. account? Still there's, working on that, right? There's still money. Mi- there's still money missing from that that she took out, but that's they're saying that she doesn't need to say where that went because it was used for the house and the kids and all that. All right, uh, Kate was not present for the hearing, but her lawyer released a statement saying, "Where's that, uh, Mr. Ed Hardy?" Later, later in the day, uh, saying that we are clearly pleased that the monies taken by Mr. Gosselin have been returned to the marital account. Uh, and we look forward to uh, recouping additional monies taken by Mr. Gosselin at the time of the party's private arbitration hearings. If you want to hear a tool, listen to the, uh, we have a clip, it's of uh, Gosselin's attorney. Yeah. Do we have that up there? Listen to this guy. Uh, let's see if we can pull it up. Yeah, it's, it's... Oh, here it is, yeah. All right, go ahead. Kate Gosselin reminds me no, of a lady who lived in a shoe that had so many children that she didn't know what to do. However, Kate Gosselin doesn't live in a shoe she lives in a glass house, and everybody in the world is looking into that house. And one thing she should know not to do when you live in a glass house is to throw is stones. To, is to chuck to rocks. Think this guy's pulling for yeah. the Yankees? Right, yeah. Kate Gosh, she's like, reminds me of the chick that lived in a shoe. She had so many children, she know not what to do. But I says to her, shut up, bitch. Well, Don't the- you disrespect me. Knock, knock. Knock, knock. But who, he, he's a high-profile lawyer. Who, I'm a very else? high-profile individual. Who else did you represent? I've represented many people involved in similar altercations. <laughs> I mean, wouldn't you be embarrassed if that's your lawyer? Uh, <laughs> Judge, I'd like to file the map and then Larry David, if I may. <laughs> what? Larry David, David, whatever. Come on. What are we going to be technical? <laughs> uh, oh, my God. Well, anyway. By the way, that's quite a spectacular gavel you have. Oh, you like it, do you? Hang on. Let I me, just got it. Let me. There it is. Listen to that. Most impressive, you are. Has sort of a hollow, tinny sound. Okay, pull up, pull up his clip again. I want, I want to hear that one more time because uh, that is pretty ridiculous. Yeah, this um, is the lawyer. This is the guy who's supposed to represent you and put your Kate best. Gosselin record. reminds me. Reminds of me. A lady who lived in a shoe. Reminds. That had so many children that she didn't know what to do. However, Kate Gosselin doesn't live in a shoe. She lives in a glass house, and everybody in the world is looking into that house. And one thing she should know not to do 
when you live in a glass house is to throw stones. If you chuck rocks in a glass house, you're going to break your walls first off, and then the ladybugs are going to get in. <laughs> and you, if you, glass is expensive. I'm just saying. Uh, you know, just because you know what a metaphor is does not mean you have to use it yeah, in right. a sense. <laughs> Hickory dickory dock. The mouse ran up the clock. And Kate Gosselin's like the clock with the mouse being the law. Ah, forget it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, anyhow, they're going to continue on, so we'll have more. Apparently, he's, he's uh, Jacoby, uh, Jacoby and Myers and Grimm's are the... Uh, <laughs> we will uh, we'll have more from him in the near future, I'm sure. Jack Sprat could eat no fat. <laughs> All right, let's do some clips now. Yeah! All right, and... Looks like we are closer to seeing a Ghostbusters 3. We just spoke oh. to... Uh, Ernie Hudson the other yes, day, and he, he says it's he looking really good. Concurred with that. Uh, no news yet on production dates, but in an interview with the Today Show, Dan Aykroyd confirmed that the about the future of this project and uh, talks about it being promising. Here we go. You know, two years ago, I'd, I'd have to say no. Now it looks pretty good. That is the shortest that is the, uh, that's in the, the history of yeah. the president Steve show. I had no idea that that's all that was. Is that actually under a second long? No, uh, no, no it's no, three it's, seconds. Okay, three. It, it's about three on the nose. All Start right. it over, case. We got to go one more time. Okay, here we go. You know, two years ago, I'd, I'd have to say no. Now it looks pretty good. You know, two years ago, I'd, I'd have to say no. Now it looks pretty good. There you go. Now just, it's six seconds. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yay! Now we have another clip. Yay! This one is 17 seconds long. Awesome. Right. Uh, Jennifer Goodwin stars on the HBO show Big Love. The series is about polygamy, and Goodwin uh, talks about the research that goes into the show. Here we go. Well, we did our homework. We've been, you know, we the, the creation of this show began, oh, gosh, many, 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 many years ago before the news of this world was in the mainstream, was on the cover of the papers. So we have been studying the way those folks look for a long time. That's correct! Wow, Nick just pulled up a picture of her. Yeah, she's hot. She's really, really hot. I think in the opening scene of um, the show ever, she's getting uh, plowed by Bill Paxton. Really? Yeah. Yeah, I don't think I want to see that. No, she's sexy. Not Bill. There you go. That's what I got for you entertainment-wise this morning. The Preston and Steve Show on 93.3 WMMR. Uh, I do want to uh, go back to the story that surfaced last week about the uh, the airline pilots on Northwest Airlines that overflew their destination by 150 miles. Kathy had the story this morning. I mean, it had all the earmarks of people of people falling asleep at work. Yeah, which was was sort of mind-boggling because you figure between the pilot and the co-pilot, one of them should probably stay awake during the flight. <laughs> right. And we thought for sure they had passed out, but it's not the case. Well, and you know what, whether they were sleeping or on their laptops, how do both the pilot and the co-pilot overfly their destination by 150 miles? Now, At least one of them should be a little bit alert alert to what is happening. Well, and, and also, you know, there's that's the whole purpose of having the co the co-pilot, the co-pilot to right. catch that mistake but uh in 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 air travel terms 150 miles is not that dramatic yeah like no. how yeah. long is that uh 10 10 minutes, 15 minutes? Yeah. Okay. yeah yeah it's like 15 minutes something along okay. those lines <laughs> but i mean w- wouldn't they have heard the tower trying to contact them saying that hey buddies hey guys hey did you miss something yeah well that's what so i guess they could probably turn that volume down is that why they didn't hear them i think or? They, they, they they were explaining it and uh Actually, it, it fell within a reasonable 
explanation as to why they okay. weren't getting the messages, but you'd think the communication should be up and running back and forth At all, all times. the time. Well, yeah. yeah, it has to be. Yeah. Yeah, like I, I air would traffic. assume that that's an FAA law. Yeah. I don't know. Call me crazy. Like, not only that, right, the two co-pilots or the two pilots didn't realize that they that they had missed their mark, and air traffic control didn't realize that they had missed their mark. It was the flight attendant. No, no, no. Air traffic control was trying to was trying to was trying to contact, contact them? them. They knew. Yeah. Sure. Okay. That was where the problem was. That's how they they because they were supposed to land and they never <laughs> land. They just flew past it. Right. Uh, well, anyhow, they, they said they became distracted during an extended discussion of cruise scheduling while using their laptops. Mm. Do we believe that they were actually looking at cruise scheduling information? Well, that I, that's, that's what was so distracting. Well, my question is. They were looking is, at, at time charts. Couldn't they easily check their, uh, you know, have their computers looked at and they could find out exactly what they were looking at? Yeah, well, that's a good question. So, yeah, you know, unless they, I, I don't know if they'd want to lie about that yeah. or not. Well, you know what? And also, Northwest may have, you know, they're releasing this statement. And they may not want to release that their pilots were, you know, checking out porn while yeah. in the cockpit. Two so, girls in the cup. You know, it, yeah. it might have been a joint effort to uh, release that statement. <laughs> yeah, it's possible. I fell asleep at work all the time when I was a lifeguard, and uh, and I got caught one time uh, because the the one place that I always fell asleep, nobody ever came to the pool. It, it was a, an apartment pool in a complex where it was like basically old people, and there was no shade in the area, so the old people just didn't come to the pool. Right. So I would just flip the sunglasses on and fall asleep all the time. Do you, th <laughs> you think these dudes? Do you think they there's still a case to be made for for falling asleep? It's possible or, or, without or, a doubt, or, 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 and that they're possible. just using the laptop thing as an excuse it, it it may be it, it it might be somehow or another i mean they uh, could have had their scary. laptops on and asleep yeah i mean honestly so they're either surfing they're surfing the internet or, or taking a snooze while they're in the cockpit of a of a passenger jet do you remember we did that uh the the way marching man wake up call and uh the guy yeah! one of the guys that we got oh, yeah, was yeah. asleep that's yeah. right Porn on the computer, asleep in front of the computer with his pants unzipped. Yeah. <laughs> he couldn't even finish off. He was so had, tired. He might have had uh, tissues with him, too. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Oh, I discovered that one. Yeah. 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 I was doing research. Yeah. <laughs> now, Casey, I was looking over worker schedules. When you, when, you, when you fell asleep as a lifeguard, were you actually sitting in the lifeguard stand? Well, these were apartment pools. There wasn't an officially a lifeguard stand. It's like a chair on the side. Yeah. One really, uh, really screams authority when actually, you're sitting in a, in a regular chair. It, it, you know, they were they were actually chase lounges. So, uh, oh God, um, yeah. So you're reclined. Uh -huh. The one time I got caught, it was just so bad because there were actually people in the pool area. I don't necessarily <laughs> think there was anybody in the pool, but there was this this big. The, the pool was recessed. It was down. Right. You know this this big hill. And uh, my manager, the guy who would come around, I, I can't believe he showed up this day. You know, but he was looking down. And and oh. actually, it wasn't just me. It was me and the other lifeguard. We were your both co-pilot. We were your co-pilot. Your co-pilot was asleep. <laughs> yeah. Listen, so, you were at work, but you weren't doing paperwork. You weren't, you know, uh, working on something that would just pertain to yourself. You're a no. lifeguard. Yeah. You're, you're responsible lives. for other people and their well-being. Not unlike an airline pilot. Yeah, yeah, but I had a lot to drink the night before, so... <laughs> you were tired. Yeah, maybe that's tired. the same with these, with these pilots. So what would you do? You'd finish your shift, skim the bottom of the pool for bodies, and then leave? Yeah, <laughs> just as simple as that. Hang on a second. Jennifer's got an interesting comment. Hi there, Jennifer. Doing? Hey, what's up? I have a friend who is a pilot, and she basically says that there's a pilot forum where pilots can go and talk about things that are going on without fear of punishment, and those pilots basically admitted to being asleep. They admitted that they had they fallen asleep. Right, on this on whatever pilot forum is out there. And that's not such a big deal because they're, they're 
they're allowed to fall asleep, but only one at a time. Yeah. And the flight attendants <laughs> are supposed to check on them, I think, like every 15 minutes. They're supposed to call into Hold the on. Well, they're allowed, that one of them is allowed sure, to doze uh, off. Yes, that's, that's, I guarantee you that, especially on, on like transatlantic flights and so on and so forth, it seems to be the standard procedure. I don't, I, I don't, I no, don't think that, Kathy, that, you know that why? can't possibly be true. I, I don't think that they don't, but there's no way no. That, that, that that is allowed. They, actually, it is. It's because, it's encouraged almost because they get so tired if they don't because they have really, really long shifts and sometimes when they land, they take off again immediately. So yeah. if for them to, you know, catch a 15 minute nap or a half hour nap here and there rejuvenates them and keeps the plane actually safer. But the caveat, of course, is one of the two one, at a time. Yeah. one at a time. One at a time. If the entire cockpit crew and the 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 stewardess staff, if everyone took a nap at the same time, that might be alarming to the passengers. It's like that scene from a uh, vacation yeah. where where they just pan through the whole yeah. car. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody's Jimmy asleep. asleep. Yeah. yeah. We're all uh, gonna take our uh, nap time now. It's uh, tradition here on Northwest Airlines. It's about four o'clock. We're taking our siesta. So if you want any beverage or anything, you're gonna have to wait about a half hour. We'll be. Uh, <laughs> Take a little bit of a snooze up here in the front of the plane, but don't worry. We're pretty confident that the plane knows where it's going. <laughs> but we'll likely get where we're supposed to go in no time at all. I'm never flying again. Look at the left side of the plane. 30,000 feet. I'm so tired. I don't know. That, uh, that, well, in some. No, I guess they don't ridiculous. have them anymore because the planes are so automated and so uh, they're, they're technological wonders. They're so able to fly themselves. Yeah, that's basically what they said on the news that uh, that it really sometimes is hard for these guys to stay awake because they're not really doing anything other than just monitoring yeah. uh, and guarding the lives of you know hundreds of people. Well, yeah, that, yeah. Just that. No, you're supposed to stay awake. No question about that. But it can get a little mundane. Uh, if there's nothing to keep you occupied, really. Yeah, I mean, put, put a video game console up there so they have something to do. Dude, how awesome would that be? My friend would and, and play Flight Simulator. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. How about maybe you pay attention to where you're going? Yeah, well, you know Where what? you're flying. I mean, it's not like you're looking for road signs. You know, it, it, you know it's, what? It's pretty much. It's Let's just to... put a recording of you bitching <laughs> in, in the cockpit, and that'll keep them awake the whole damn time. My friend would fly to what China. What are you doing? Uh, Kathy, <laughs> would, Kathy, you'd be passed out in seconds. With your no, lack, with if you, I had hundreds no, of people no, that I was you, flying you, somewhere no, else, I would you'd stay pass, awake. You'd pass out walking across the tarmac. <laughs> no, yeah. I would not. You're such a liar. More clouds well, in front of us. It's all white and blue. I can't take it. <laughs> it's so boring. <laughs> when did we land? I was doing salsa all night. So, anyway, just knock really loudly. How long was the flight? It was from San Diego to. Uh, where were they three and a half hours. Minneapolis. Yeah, it's not, it's that, not long. that long. No. Yeah. Yeah, where, where both of them couldn't have conceivably stayed awake. Hang on, let me go to. Uh, I have uh, Chris on the line. Hey, Chris, how you doing? Hey, bitches. Hey, what? What's up, Chris? Nothing much. Listen, I can understand, you know, if the cockpit's hot and all that. Years ago, I got stuck in a Santa suit at a mall, and the mall <laughs> sucked. It was, like, really dead. Nobody went there. They went to the big mall next door. Yeah. So I'd be sitting there under these hot lights up on this platform, and I'd doze off. And the girl who uh, had the little picture thing, yeah. um, she had this little horn. She goes, honk, honk. Every time a kid would come up, he'd be like, honk. Walking up, Santa Claus is just sitting there in his throne asleep. I'm sorry, little Billy. I was just having rapid eye movement. I was. I just achieved REM sleep. I'm gonna go to to Charlie. Or I'm sorry, this is Jim. Hey, Jim, how you doing? 
Oh, God, Zoo. Hey, Zoo. What's up, Jim? Hey, guys, listen, uh, just real quick, Kathy, you were saying uh, that you didn't know if that was actually a rule or not. Yeah. It is an actual rule. reason why I'm saying that is because I work for UPS. The rule is, if you are doing a transatlantic flight, you are allowed to have one person asleep at a time. It is the same thing as attractive trailer drivers who do cross-country runs. Jim, because what are, what about domestic flights? Domestic flights, it depends on how far you're going. Our main hub is Louisville, Kentucky. Okay. okay. Now, we got the guys doing the, uh, the flights going from here in Philly to Louisville, then off to California or Washington or whatever. That there, you can do the same rule. Okay. All right, I don't know. Work. Call me crazy, but I think that's stupid. That you think you, <laughs> Kathy would rather have people absolutely, absolutely falling down no, tired. Cut, cut their schedule down then. Don't put them on for 24 well, hours. That's they, the issue. They are very stringent about, uh, about when pilots can fly and uh, the amount of time that they do have off. And I don't know what the exact I tell you what, though, they, they run them ragged. A lot, a lot of the yeah. airlines run them, run them, uh, you know, on heavy schedules. Pierre could tell you about that. His brother was a pilot for yeah. uh, ages and, and just uh, retired a couple of years ago. And these commuter flights, uh, you guys were mentioning before, I mean, the starting salary is it's literally like $20,000 a year now. I mean, like the commuter pilots who should be making a lot more uh, don't. Yeah. By the way, this instant message says, uh, who needs coffee? Kathy just busted my effing eardrum. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Sorry. Let me, go to, uh, let me go to Charlie. Hey, Charlie, how you doing? Good morning, guys. You guys rock. Thank oh, you, sir. And you, uh, you're a pilot, Charlie? No, I am not. But I was listening to um, news, NBC News, when this first happened. Okay. And they stated that the pilots are trying to negotiate the... Um, to be able to take a nap. As of right now, that is not a rule. They are not allowed to be napping while they are flying the plane. I would, I would imagine that, that on, Thanks, on man. like trans, uh, continental, yeah. transatlantic, trans Pacific flights, that it would be, it would be encouraged that you'd have one part of the uh, cockpit crew resting while the other one is awake. And, and just just to keep everything fresh. Yeah. yeah. By the way, we're getting some calls that are saying no, they were on the computer. That's well, yeah, we know that's what the story is, but yeah. we're kind of having a hard time believing that they would go yeah. that far past the airport and not hear, uh, you know, the transmissions from the tower saying hey, or maybe some kind of alert signal that lets you know that you've gone too far. And then there was the the other caller called in and said on on that on the on a the forum, forum, yeah, that a lot of the people are suggesting that this is a cover story, yeah, that they were in fact asleep. Yeah. Um. Okay. There's a, an article uh, that was in the New York Times uh, that says that the Federal Aviation Administration, the FAA, is considering letting pilots sleep on the job. So so it is something that they're thinking about. So I don't know. If it's necessarily a little futon underneath the uh, control panel. Sure. Yeah. Can you imagine the and like the technology is getting to the point now where cars are going to be able to sort of be on quote unquote autopilot, like, like a minor, Minority Report. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And if you're driving across country or or if you're a trucker or something like that, I, I would find it extremely difficult at this point to to not fall asleep if well, you don't have active control of the vehicle you're piloting. I I probably would snooze every once in a while. You hear the stories about the uh, the uh, the person who thinks that the um, that the cruise control is <laughs> yeah. autopilot. Pilot. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just set the cruise control. Yeah. You can climb Take the a back. nap, yeah. Anytime I'm a passenger in a car on a long ride, 
I'm I'm out. Yeah, you know, it's uh, very hard to stay away. I can make it to the Poconos and I can make it to the shore as a passenger, but anything further than that, uh, man, lights out. Listen, as far as cruise control goes, I've taken you know cross country drives and will purposely not use cruise control just because I need at least some yeah. little bit of yeah. other than just moving the steering wheel, something to keep me occupied so I don't get bored out of my mind and fall asleep. Yeah, yeah, I never use the cruise control. It's it, it it's it's boring. You know, you at least you actively feel like you're doing something i like the cruise control because you can use it you know the brake and the gas are on that little uh, stick next you just to find the wheel. a need that you yeah. can control yeah. that yeah. with your hand yeah yeah, yeah. All right, it's so awesome <laughs> um i just found one more thing international carriers including air france uh british british airways uh, allow pilots to nap but sleeping while flying is prohibited in the united states uh, by all airlines uh, really yeah all right kathy was right so on wake that. up Hang on, let me go to uh, Justin. Hey, Justin. Imagine here. that in the morning. Justin's a truck driver. <laughs> hey, get to yes, Justin. What's up, man? Hey, listen, um, basically what the last caller was talking about, um, like for for a living, I drive a truck uh-huh. throughout New Jersey. Which is basically a plane without wings. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. But I mean, like I was going to say is, I mean, I work at night and I'm usually driving 80 miles back and forth from my, like my shop and where I got to go. Right. Because throughout the night, I'm driving 330 miles. Jeez. You know? And when you get on some of these dark roads like the Turnpike and a lot of these highways, I mean, I could get eight hours of sleep and be rested. But, you know, halfway out through the night, I'm, like, nodding off a little because, I mean, there's nobody around. You know, you're just by yourself driving on these dark roads. Nothing that, to look at. That is the most terrifying thing. We've talked about that before, that that driving along and what you were looking at before has now changed drastically. Oh, God. And you realized you nodded off. Oh, it's mm-hmm. horrible. I, I've yeah. I don't think I've ever actively pulled off and slept in my car before when I should I have. have. Oh, I yeah, have. Yeah. have. You guys? Yeah. yeah, and it, it took a lot to finally convince me to start doing it, yeah, it's but a, it's it's the smart thing to do. Yeah. Yeah, we uh, when we were on our way back from the Fish concert in Maine, we all had to pull off on the side of the road. And they have those, actually, I guess they're, they're scenic pull-offs. Mm-hmm. And we pulled off. It, there was three yeah. of us. Great place to take a nap and yeah. get a Hummer in the woods. Well, I, I literally, because I was afraid of bears, I slept under the car. <laughs> That's right. I remember that story yeah. where the bears can't find yeah, bears would never look under the car. <laughs> they can't get me. Yeah, there. you slept underneath the car. Yeah. Well, you figure go outside where the bears are. Dude, yeah, they, yeah, this. What was that like? Um, it was. I love this time. <laughs> Fish is on tour, and the pickings are easy because uh, they're so stupid. They sleep under the car. <laughs> I don't even have to try to break in. <laughs> it's the best. Thank you, Fish. I was so tired that it didn't matter. I mean, listen, the car—it was an '83 Accord hatchback, uh, so there wasn't much ground clearance there. So, yeah. I was where really... am I going to be safest? <laughs> Outside. Well, yeah. how did, what did you did you uh, lay on your back? Uh, no, no, I'm a, I'm a stomach sleeper. So you, you crawled under. He just yeah. he, he he used a canned ham as a pillow. <laughs> yeah. Wow, yeah. wow. So and instead of sleeping inside the car, well, because it was a hatchback and there wasn't much room in there, so my you know my brother and my friend slept in the front seats, reclined back. It, it was a you know. Why right, well, you you didn't have room? No. Okay, so as opposed to just laying on the you know <laughs> For laying in the gutter, yeah, yeah. you decided to. to <laughs> <laughs> to go under the car. I, I, I can yeah. understand that. Yeah. You, you, you feel most that. protected when you're outside. Yeah. Right. Wow. Well, hey, we didn't crash, and I didn't get attacked by a bear, so it's yeah. all good. <laughs> so, yeah. I call win, that win. a winner. Yeah. Win, win. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Those are two checks in the ESCOM. <laughs> all right. Well, anyway, they're, they're saying, and I, and I found this interesting, that these guys may have been surfing uh, the net on their personal computers, which are 
not allowed, by the way, right? Uh, by for airline pilots to have those. They said that they were doing that. However, I, I think that they had to have fallen asleep. I mean, there's no way that you can both overshoot that by that especially, amount of distance just from being on your computer. Especially with the control towers trying to get in touch with you. When you should be monitoring what's yeah. happening. Yeah. Uh, so anyhow, uh, they're, they're gonna, that's the official statement that Northwest has, has released. But, uh, you know, like we said, we had that caller earlier whose friend is a pilot and there's apparently some kind of a forum that, uh, they said those pilots went on and said, yep, we fell asleep. <laughs> uh, so anyhow, we'll see how that We'll pans see how it out. develops. Yeah. The Preston and Steve Show on 93.3 WMMR. If I can find a man who loves me half as much as Preston, I'll be happy. Aw. Eh. That'd be nice. So adorable. Mm. My wife sitting at home on her birthday today, 104 degree temperature mm. with oh, three sick kids. I got to leave immediately as soon as we are done or I'm a dead man. <laughs> it's got to be nightmarish. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Well, listen, we do have other orders of business to take care of. So I said that we were going to do the uh, the glory hole this morning. Yes. And uh, we're all set up and we were uh, trying to give away the, the location text-wise. Dude, and we had thousands of texts come in. Yeah. Nobody has shown up. <laughs> Well, because we nobody to, has shown up, we really? decided to do the we text location <laughs> because we, uh, well, we we didn't want to get run off by security, and we needed a, a covered area to do this in. So we decided to head to a, a specific parking garage, and uh, and uh, well, apparently when they got to the parking garage, uh, the van doesn't fit in the parking garage. What is it like All a right. miniature parking garage? I, no, I, it's, that's it's, what I was saying. No, it's not it's, like it's, we have big vans. Be, it's, it's a standard full size van. It should be able to fit. Should well, where, where I think uh, where I think I know that they were uh, yeah it is kind of a low uh clearance yeah so. six eight and i think the van is seven two or something yeah really yeah it's very it's very low because yeah, i, I have tried it anyway <laughs> what the hell the van's old anyway Chancy. we need a new one um all right so here's what we're gonna do i'm just gonna go ahead and give out the location oh, all right and we're gonna try and do this right oh, now because no. we had to move as soon as we say this location swing by and you can uh suck on the glory hole and uh, win some uh excitement video gift cards we have 50 dollars excitement video gift cards and uh it's very simple actually it's, we're gonna use halloween candy it's the glory halloween uh, glory halloween yeah as casey says all right where Casey? you know the location right yeah, oh yeah, it is. Their location is they are behind DSW Shoes. They're at the loading dock. At the King of Prussia Mall. At the King of Prussia Mall. King of Prussia at Mall. At the loading dock. Okay, so go look for them now before security gets there. <laughs> and Marissa, get them on the phone, uh, you know, or whoever. Uh, we have, I think it's intern Steve, right? It's intern Steve and Pancake. Pancake is there as well, so, as well. So we'll do that. In this can only end horribly. Yes. Oh, I know it will. <laughs> I know it will. Uh, listen, I do want to mention that we have an updated version of PrestonandSteve.com that is on the web now. And uh, this is just, we've changed things around a little bit, kind of given it a facelift. We've had it for a long time, and we've never done any kind of, uh, you know, uh, aesthetic improvements to it. Well, and there's a lot of stuff that's available, you know, widget-wise and, and uh, program-wise and, and just updates on, on, on ways to view and listen to media, and we needed to upgrade the site, and we did that. So uh, we what we really, we really need is your input and feedback on what you'd like to see, what's not quite working for you, what yeah. you'd like to improve. Because we are changing it. We've uh, kind of kept the basic. What you want to look for is the uh, the big window that says the latest crap. And that has everything, all the links that we add up on there. It's the largest window on the page. And, and we're going to keep that portion of it just like the old website. Right. 
uh, where anything that goes up you'll be able to find in that window and you can go right to it. But still the community page and uh, we're adding some more things. So um, it's uh, something we want you to take a look at. And like I said, if you have any suggestions or whatever, please uh, get in touch and let us know because we'd like to hear about it. Uh, yes, Casey. I got an email from a guy who said he, he, he loves the new site, read all the bio the bios, and uh, and I look like a girl. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right. He did say that. Why do you? I, I haven't seen your, your hair. picture. Yeah, my my hair is, uh, I, I had it straightened. You're actually, Press, your wife straightened it for me because uh, we were having pictures taken here, and I, I, I just didn't look or feel right so i said you know what you didn't feel pretty i didn't feel pretty so i i asked somebody and and kathy and marissa were all doing their makeup and their hair kathy had her little hair straightener and everything so i was like you know what why don't you why don't you hook me up a little bit well yeah you You should just wear a hat when we take pictures i know i know um but the picture on the bio page it looks even more girly well i had just gotten a haircut so my hair is way too short short in that picture well i did not approve these pictures before they were nobody did it's all right though again if if the if if you find the pictures horrifying let us know (laughs) Okay. Okay. Right, wait a minute. Now I see the girl picture. Yeah, yeah. Dude, you're totally just making a face, right? Yeah. Yeah, okay. You know what I admire about you, though, Casey, is that... I don't care. Well, you commit to it, you know? Like, every now and then, we'll, we'll take funny pictures when we're out at events and have a good time, and that's, it's laughable. Because, but this is, like, permanently on the website. Yeah. Nah, I'm all right with that. I can look like a girl and have this kind of hair. I didn't know that that's what these were for. <laughs> In fact, you know, there's another picture that I, I never got to look at the pictures. I would have I chosen something else. There was one of me on the toilet and i had like a, a big one coming out so that would have been actually perfect that would have been your picture yeah. of choice i mean yeah, we're right. talking about a guy uh-huh. here who shaved his head like dr phil uh, yeah. the past two like years it. at the uh, at the camp out for hunger so he really doesn't care everybody else looks great i think yeah that's a great yeah. picture of you kathy thank you that's a good one of marissa nick you're awfully smiley in that that's yeah. cool all right so anyway take a look and go to the uh, yeah go to the bio portion of the website and uh take a look you'll be able to uh, uh to see the new rundown of uh, PrestonandSteve.com. All right, listen, while we're waiting to uh, to get the glory hole running, why don't we announce our winners for Philly's Hottest Halloween? Oh, yes! Oh, I think that'd be a yeah. damn good idea. All right, so thank you, by the way, for all the submissions. And uh, speaking of tweaking the website and getting things fixed up, we will work on, for the next Philly's Hottest, uh, having the pictures be a little bit better to see, a little bit larger, and also have a slideshow f- uh, feature to it because WMMR.com went through all kinds of overhauls as well. So these are things that are all being worked on, and we promise we'll get it back because the old way was the way to do it. Yeah, it'll be easier to see, easier to vote, yep. and uh, we'll be able to do more throughout the year, which is right what we're now, looking to do. it's easier to submit the pictures. We yes. got that part down, Pat, but we'll work on the, the voting process of it next time. So I have uh, our winners in uh, third, second, and first place, and you know what I don't have is our prizes. Oh, jeez. <laughs> oh, jeez. Oh. oh, it's like a baby's talking. All right, well, here we go. We have a pair... <laughs> we have a pair of tickets and dinner for two at Helium Comedy Club for our third place winner, and that is a young lady named Heather. Heather! Yes. Now, what is she dressed up as? Pocahontas. Okay. Heather was dressed as Pocahontas. She's a uh, beautiful blonde young lady and uh, sent in some very attractive pictures, and she won third place. Second place! Yeah! yeah. We just give straight up cash for this. We're going to set her up with $250. You voted and you have awarded second place in Philly's Hottest to Vixa. Very nice. Vixa is a uh, a sexy bunny, and I always encourage the sexy bunny pictures. You like the sexy bunny? They are some of the best around Halloween. All right, in first place... 
winner of uh, not only well over $1,000 worth of Steven Singer jewelry from Steven Singer Jewelers and the necklace that is the coveted Philly's hottest custom necklace exclusively exclusively from Steven Singer's, but also a professional photo shoot from the amazing Allison Dunlap, mm-hmm. who will get naked along with you while she <laughs> takes pictures. likely. And a customized spa day from the Joseph Anthony Retreat Spa and Salon. Our winner is, and I love this name, Elida. Yeah. Elida! It's either Elida or Alida. I'm not really sure. E-L-I-D-A is how she spells it. And she dressed as a uh, sexy Phillies player and uh, looks fantastic. And she is from Aston, Pennsylvania. Congratulate her. She is the official winner of Philly's Hottest Halloween Hottie. We'll get to know her in the very, very near future. If you want to take a look, you can go to WMMR.com. So those are our winners of Philly's Hottest this runaround. All right, I think we're ready to try the uh, the glory hole. All right. Or the glory Halloween. So we're going to... We're going to do our absolute best, and uh, I don't know, I have no idea how many people Steve has by there, but he is at the loading dock behind the DSW shoes. Where everyone hangs out. At King of Prussia Mall. Well, at least the glory holers Yeah, yeah. And if you're not familiar with a glory hole, it is uh, basically if you're in a, uh, a restroom... Uh, in a stall, and you see a hole cut in the side. Don't put your mouth don't over it. Don't put your mouth there. Because something could be coming through there. Yeah. And, uh, but it's a way to have anonymous uh, oral liaisons. Yes. Uh, and we're going to use it for a different purpose right now. Uh, Steve, are you there? Yeah, guys, I'm here, and I have a huge crowd of one listener. All right. <laughs> yes. <laughs> for the glory hole. Now, listen, this is in the spirit of Halloween. And uh, we had decided that, uh, you know, with all the uh, the candy bars that uh, that pass through at this time of year, some of them are pretty easy to discern simply by their shape and texture. Right. And if you were to place one in your mouth without biting down and eating it... Right. That'd would, be painful. Would you be able to tell mm. what kind of a candy bar that is? And what we're going to do is blindfold our contestant. Steve is going to stick it through the hole, and they're going to put it in their mouth. Now, Steve, this is important. While they tell us... What candy bar they think it is? They must still uh, they they still have to have the candy bar in their mouth while they do it. Did you hear that? You, like, when you have to guess what, when you guess what candy bar it is, make sure the candy bar is still in your mouth when you say it. Okay. All right. Uh, now. She, we have we have listener Casey here, and she's putting the blindfold on right now. All right. Now, once again, give your exact location, Steve. You are behind DSW Shoes. Right off of Mall, looks like Mall Boulevard in the King of Prussia Mall at okay. the Loading Dock. And and you have you have room for more people to join in the Glory Hole. Plenty of room. All right. <laughs> Do you know what? Also, maybe after this, we'll shift to a place that doesn't look like you're dropping off deliveries. Okay. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe to the other side of the one. Maybe over by uh, uh, Kildare's. Uh, well, we're trying to be in a covered area. That's the thing. F that. <laughs> <laughs> well, is it raining right now, Steve? Yeah, it's porn. Oh, well, we need to be in a covered area. That's the thing. That's why we went here. Uh, So, anyhow, all right, well, let's try this out and and see if it works. Uh, Is KCL set to go? Can we say hi to her? KCL, hang on here, guys. Here's Casey. What up, guys? Yo, what up? Casey, how you doing? Good. How are you guys doing? Doing well. We're doing great. Casey, do you think you can uh, execute this uh, contest properly? I think so. Death, death. Right. I'm ready. All right, we're going to put this uh, through the glory hole, and I don't know what she said. <laughs> she has a, a mask and a gag on as well. Uh, okay. She was saying deaf, deaf. Oh, deaf, oh, okay. deaf. Like, definitely? Uh, yeah. We're going to have you uh, suck on the candy bar, and if you can identify what it is, we're going to set you up with a $50 excitement video gift card uh, for uh, toys. You can discover your wild side, okay? Ooh, wild. Yeah. <laughs> All right, well, hand, hand I like the, her. Hand the phone back to Steve. 
All right, guys. I got it. Hey, we got four other people just rolled up. There you go. Why, it's a a huge success. All right, well. All right, so, uh, Preston, you picked the number of the candy bar. I have the list of the candy bars here. Let's start with number one on the list, okay, Steve? All right, I'm going to reveal on the air what it is, and we'll see if Casey can identify it. The candy bar going through the glory Halloween is... Okay, here we go. Casey, over here. Twix bar. Oh. Okay. Pancake number one. All right. No. Can she bite into the candy? No, no, no She's biting. Suck on it. No you can't. Nobody, you, no you've never obviously been at a glory hole. Right, clearly. So uh, you'll be. Can you, Steve? Will you be able to hold the phone down to her so we can yeah, hear I'm what? I'm going to move the phone down to her. Hang on, guys. She's sucking on this thing like crazy right oh, now. Oh, she's I'm already doing it. Power. Okay. All right. All right. Here we go. What is it? Twix. Guys. Yeah! And she did it complete with the Twix bar in her mouth. Absolutely. So there you go. Twix, one of my favorites. I didn't know there was a Twix song. That's from Saving Private Ryan. Is it? Jazzed up version of it. All right, we're going to set her up with a $50 Simon Video gift card. Congratulations to Casey. All right, guys. I have Kristen, is it? I have Kristen with us now. All right. Let's uh let's say hi to Kristen. Uh yeah, can you put her on for a second? Here she is, good. Hey guys. Hi Kristen, how you doing? Super. First time at a glory hole? Uh, yep. Right. Well, she, had to, she had to think for a second. Here's what we're doing. This is the Glory Halloween, so we're using candy bars. We're going to put it through the hole. You're going to suck on it. No biting now, okay? Yeah, it's simply by the, by the texture alone, you have to tell us what kind of candy bar it is. You have to leave the candy bar in your mouth while you give the answer, okay? Okay. All right, let's give it a try. Get on your knees. All right. Putting the blindfold on now. All right. What number do you guys want to go with? Uh, number two. You want to go with number two? All right, number two, pancake. Pancake is with Steve, by the way. He's uh, supplying the candy bars. Yeah, by the way, right. number two is a baby Ruth. Oh. Good. All right. She's sucking on it. Okay. You got to keep it in your mouth and you guess what it is. I said baby Ruth. Yeah! Oh. Oh. Nice job. Two for two. Nice. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. Ruth. 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 Nice, Casey. Hey. All right, uh, we're going to set her up. Uh, Steve, let her know she's got a $50 Excitement Video gift card. And uh, it's Excitement Video and Toys. Discover your wild side. Next contestant for the Glory Halloween, please. We have listener Tom here. And Tom is decked out in a nice shirt and tie and everything. He's ready to he's ready to suck he's on something. Ready to suck on something. All right. All right, let's say hi to Tom real quick. Right, here's Tom. Hey, guys, how you doing? Good, Tom. How are you, man? Oh, fantastic. Where are you? What do you do for a living, by the way, that you're wearing a suit? I'm an engineer. An okay. engineer. Okay. Yeah, she has a real job. Yeah. All right, Tom. I quickly stopped at the glory hole on the way to work. <laughs> We're going to put a candy bar through the glory hole. You're going to put it in your mouth. You're going to suck on it. No biting. And then with it still in your mouth, you're going to identify what kind of a candy bar that is, okay? You got it, boss. All right, let's get, uh, get you in place. And uh, Steve, are you there? Number, no biting. Right. Number three, guys. Yeah, let's do number three, which, by the way, and I'll, I'll be flexible on yeah. this maybe, but it's a Hershey's with almonds. Wow. Do you think we can go without the yeah. almonds, no. maybe? Yeah. No, you cannot because yeah. they are way different in size and texture. I'm guys, telling you. Uh, yeah. Guys, did you hear that? No. He said, he said Heath Bar. No, that's oh. it. Oh. 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 Not a Heath Bar. No. Right, wait till we give the, uh, the absolute go-ahead to stick it through. He, yeah, yeah. 
All right, so yeah. anyway, uh, tell him, uh, sorry, but it was a Hershey's with almonds. Sorry, Tom, it was a Hershey's with almonds. But, he but you know what? Candy bar, Give yeah. him the candy bar. Yeah. Do have it? Yeah. Yes, absolutely. You already sucked on it, so. Yeah, he gets to keep it as a <laughs> as a consolation prize. All right, do we have any any more people? We do. Next contestant, what's your name? Yeah. We got to listen to Jeff here, guys. Right. Jeff! Want to say hi to Jeff real quick? All right. How you guys rock? Hey, thanks, Jeff. We appreciate it. Thanks for stopping by the glory hole on your way to work this morning, Jeff. No problem. I don't know how I'm going to explain it to my boss. All right. <laughs> all right. Well, Just he'll... say you were sucking something that somebody stuck to a hole. Yeah, he'll understand. Yeah. All right. I'm so sure. all, right, all you got to do is suck on it, no biting, and then uh, with it still in your mouth, identify what kind of candy bar it is, okay? Cool. All right. Hand it back over to Steve. We're going to get him right. set. Uh, Steve, are you I... there? I'm here. Yeah, we're ready to go. Yeah, don't don't put it through yet. Wait, not, not through yet. I'm waiting for you guys. Okay, this is a it's a Snickers bar, by the way, mm-hmm. which can be tough because Snickers, I, Three Musketeers, and Milky, Way. and Milky Way are all pretty much similar, kind, kind of the same. Um, all right, uh, Steve, when you're ready, go ahead. Number number four, right? Was you going in order? Yeah, number four, Snickers. Uh, yeah, number four, pancake. Yeah, keep going up forward. There it is. Stuck on that. What is that? Can you tell us what that is? Mm. What do you think? He's still sucking. <laughs> Steve's getting turned on. Yes. <laughs> you got an answer for us? See, it's a tough one. Keep going if you got to keep guessing. Try it. Keep sucking, buddy. Oh, he's deep throating it, guys. He's deep throating it? He's deep throating it? It's the pickle sucker by any chance? <laughs> Give us a guess. That's a candy sucker. Thanks. A Hershey with almonds. Guys, he said Hershey's with almonds. No. Not even close. I get one. That's nothing like a Snickers bar. No. Right, he deep-throated the thing. Yeah, he, we went to the trouble of deep-throating it. Like he couldn't Nick even get it. Yeah, <laughs> I know, yeah. All right, we got anybody else there, Steve? Oh, one more. All one right. More. All right, let's do one more. Let's do... By the way, we don't reuse the candy bars. If you if you don't get it, you get to keep the candy bar. <laughs> it's a bonus. Yeah. yeah. You know what, I, <laughs> Steve? Yeah? We're, we're going to use number seven on this one, okay? Number seven, Pancake. Can I say hi to Shane? Yes, is Shane? Yeah, Shane, here Okay, he yeah, say hi to him. Hey, guys. Hey, Shane. Shane. Shane, how are you, man? <laughs> I'm doing great. What do you think of the glory hole there, huh? Uh, it looks good. Yeah. <laughs> it does look good, doesn't Casey it? made that himself. Yeah. All right, well, listen, Shane, very simple. You're going to suck on this candy bar that's stuck through the glory hole. And remember, when you if you can identify it, leave the candy bar in your mouth when you say it. We want to hear that you have that in your mouth. And if you do it right, we're going to set you up with an excitement video gift card, all right? All right, sounds great. All right, let's get you started. Hand it back over to Steve. Okay. All right, All right, Steve. Um, right, whenever Steve. you guys are ready, we'll put it through. Not yet. Number seven uh, is that we have these uh, numbers there. And yeah, here. of course. Uh, it's the Butterfinger. Oh. I, I, I think oh, you'll get Butterfinger. Because be, yeah. it's yeah. a little more slender, right? A little yeah, more yeah. flat and slender. Yeah. Hard. Way different. Hard. Yeah. So hard. hard slender. So veiny. Flat and slender. <laughs> what? All right, oh, Steve. Well, uh, whenever you're ready, go ahead and put it. Right, here we go. Move in a little bit, chain, a little bit farther. Open wide, baby. Fuck on that. What is that? Mmm. 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 Even your mouth, guess. Hmm. Heath bar. What? What? No. He said Heath bar. Heath bar. No. I'm sorry, but we'll oh. give you a butterfinger for your trouble. That is incorrect. <laughs> all right, is that all our contestants? That's all we got for now. Yes. All right, do you want to stay there as long as we can until you get kicked out? It's fine with me. Hey, yeah, have him hang out. See if we see if we build up a a a, 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 a line for the line. Yes, hole. I'm sure we're gonna have that. All right, maybe I wonder so. if I could do that. I, 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 I bet, bet you, you I could. I bet you Over I a heat too. bar, the heat bar is very different than a Butterfinger. Yeah. Is it? yeah. I just mean with all of them, just by the texture. I think the ones I would have the hardest time would, would be between a Snickers Milky Way and a... And a 
Three Musketeers. They're, yes. they're very similar. Yeah. yeah. However, the, you can hard. you can also tell by the weight though. The Musketeers is the lightest of the bars. Right. You know. It is. No, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to think of their um. Their what? The, the ingredients? Way they, no, not the ingredients. Don't they say it's like. Like air or something? It's the Musketeers bar. Yeah, yeah. It's always floating. Three Musketeers. Just That's air. Yeah. <laughs> With chocolate around. It. Well, they, no, it, it's always, the bar's always floating and the people are always Kathy floating. Kathy nailed it correctly. The ad campaign is Three Musketeers. It's like air. Chocolate covered air. <laughs> it, it, you, you, you've just purchased air. It is. That's why it's disgusting. I don't know why anyone would eat it. Are you talking about a TV campaign or yes, something? Yes, yeah. No, in the commercial, the girl opens up her pocketbook and it floats away because it's so Told light. you. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, I, Jerks. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> Didn't know. Sorry. And they're they're awesome, by the way. Uh, yeah, Three Musketeers are good. I thought everybody hated them. I, I'm not a big fan. I, I like them. I don't love them. I'm a full-on Snickers fan, yeah. man. Yeah. Especially the fun size Snickers. This time so of year, fun? just bang, man. Just pop them in. They're good to go. The only way to really, I think, eat a Three Musketeers is to stick it in Rectally? The yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Less chewing. <laughs> no. Um, I will try that. Wait a minute. <laughs> no, freeze them. Freeze them. Yeah, no. I, I, go, uh, I go no on the no. frozen candy yeah. bar thing. I don't like it. Well, you know what? You end up having to eat it with your molars. Yeah. You got to yeah. start yeah. the side and gnaw it off. And you yeah. lose the nuance of the chocolate. Yeah. Also, take uh, M&M's, right? And in the bag, smash them up. Right. Yeah, smash them up really hard and then mash then, them down. Then and kill then, a rooster. And then kill a rooster, <laughs> swing it over your head, stick the M&M's in the freezer, and then, uh, you know, a little bit later, take it out and you have basically an M&M candy bar. That's not such a bad I know, idea. I know. It's never to try that. Idea. Yeah. You, so, you and the well, baby that you right? for two. I learned right. that when I was skinny. Well, anyway, that was the uh, <laughs> that was the glory Halloween, my yeah. friends. And uh, we may try it again. Uh, intern Steve is with the president, Steve Van, over at uh, behind DSW Shoes, King of Pressure Mall. <laughs> Apparently, that's where everyone looking for Hummers hangs out. Well, there's an overhang. There's an overhang, and it's raining, and that's why we're doing it there. So uh, stop by. Maybe we can take another run at the uh, glory Halloween. We'll come back and just. Just a minute. There are people getting Philly's tattoos in our studio this morning. And they're happy about it. We'll come back in a moment. Stay where you are. You're listening to Preston and Steve. MMR rocks now. All right. A couple of things. A couple? Uh, Jesus. Ah. Yeah, a couple. Yeah. Uh, Do you want to try going to Steve? Has he got anybody? Or no? Uh Or he moved locations? Hold on a second. Intern Steve. Steve, are you there? Yeah, guys. Hey, we moved locations. We moved up the street from a... King of Prussia Mall. We're actually sitting in between an Acme and a little strip mall. We found a nice little overhang place. Very uh, nice. You can, see, you can see us from the street. You'll be able to see the van. We are right across from the Dolce Hotel on DeKalb Pike. Mm. On DeKalb Pike. Okay. And uh, security, I understand, at least let us finish the uh, Glory Hole segment. Very nice. That's why we love King of Prussia. And then they ran you off, right? Yes, they did. They listened to the show. They said, great show. And they love you guys. All right, okay. cool. All right, well, hang on the line, and um, we'll find out if you get anybody that stops by, and then maybe we'll come back to you, okay? Okay, yeah. All See, right, we, cool. we just keep at it. We All don't. Right. We never say die. No. Uh, so stop by there now if you want to be a part of the Glory Halloween and your chance to win uh, some great prizes from Excitement Video. I have to mention now, and it's a beautiful day because our Bud Light Hottie Cam is up and running, and we have four lovely ladies. Right. Uh, three of them. We know very well three of our totally office calendar gals. We have uh, Cat with a C, and uh, you you love her. She is uh, wearing the uh, Phillies outfit, and also it says a nightgown. Is she wearing a nightgown too? Uh, yes, I guess so. so. Oh, oh, well, there we go. And then we a have nurse outfit. She's taking care of the Phillies sick players. Oh, she has a stethoscope. Stethoscope. And then we have from our totally office calendar the amazing and buxom Amanda. Yeah, and she is 
playing the devil this morning. By the way, there are pictures of her and Charmaine, who is yeah. here, too. Yeah. Who they have kind of switched roles this year. Normally, Charmaine's the little tattooed devil and uh, the angelic blonde Amanda, but they've switched roles. So you've got the devil, Amanda is now the devil, and you have Charmaine as the angel. A twist in our collective melons. That is correct. <laughs> and then we have another Amanda who we've just met this morning. Yeah. And Amanda is with College Mansion. She's com. one of the College hey. Mansion guys. Hey, and uh, she's the Eagles girl. So take a look for the finest at WMMR.com for VIP members. It is a hottie cam, and it is up and running. Where are Charmaine and Amanda's uh, Halloween pictures? The new pictures? Yeah, because I've heard all about them, but I haven't seen them. Well, the website is PrestonandSteve.com has had kind of a facelift, so I don't know. They're not there. They're not there? No, so go to the Halloween hottie page on WMMR.com, and you should be able to find them there. It's it's a work in progress, both websites. I'm trying to figure out how to post things more easily and more quickly. But once once it gets up and running, things like this, like the hottie cam and all that stuff will be easier and be and will be able to be seen by more people. Absolutely. Right. Uh, so that you're not having this issue with compatibility and stuff. Hey, by the way, I want to mention Casey is out tonight. Kicking back with uh, Casey and John Dornboss is going to happen uh, at the Barnabys in Ridley. Yep. Uh, that'll be from uh, 7 to 9. Good night to hang out with John because they won last night. And dude, Deshaun Jackson is the fastest son of a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> Good yeah. Lord. Uh, so come out and talk uh, talk football with Casey and uh, Dornboss. <laughs> Tonight at Barnaby's and Ridley from uh, 7 till 9. Uh, let me see here. I, uh, Nick, actually, you got this from Rabbi, yeah, right? our music director. This is a really interesting article, and it was from uh, Spinner.com. Yep. And it's, uh, it's a, a It's group. a Jewish music magazine. <laughs> no, it's oh. not. Uh, it, it is a list of uh, people who wrote songs. <laughs> I figured since Rabbi brought it in. People who wrote songs that they now hate. Oh yeah, who I mean, like big oh. hits, so that that are sort of uh, sick of their own creations. Exactly. Yeah, Ow. and you know what? And every time we have a, a a band stop by and they and they play, you know, there's usually one song that you got to hear. And, yeah, and and you, I, I ask if you're sick of playing it. Like we had uh, Rusted Root, and they played um, "Send Me on My Way," right, which is the big hit of their That's career. Their bread and butter. They have to play it every time, no matter what. And you can tell they're kind of sick of playing it, but you got to play it. Well, Queensrÿche wouldn't even play "Silent Lucidity" the other day. Right, right, right. Yeah, so they're sick of that. Yeah. How does every band, any band out there? Just keep playing it and plugging away. Doesn't matter, you know. Like Rush, they have their their songs. Yeah, they're Tom very Sawyer, very know. intricate, you know, songs. But that that's got to get so tiring. Well, for I them. think I think there might be something to be said for the the level of intricacy of a song right. might make it that much more bearable when you have to play it over and over again. Now, listen, I, I have to say this because Fish plays a lot of you know you know noodly intricate songs. It's odd that you would go with Fish as your first. Well, no, yeah. because <laughs> I have to say this because um, there's a song. It's it's there. It's a crowd favorite. It's called "You Enjoy Myself," and it's very technically it's a very hard song to play but at the end of their their run Trey said he was so tired of playing it but then when you know he got arrested and fish broke up and then he went years without playing it he was like what the hell what am I thinking like I, I would I would you know give my left nut to play that song every day well right. and I would bet most times it's their money maker so yeah. you know what they they kind of should they should continue to play it well for the fans it's for not, the fans. It, it's apparently it's not that they don't play it won't play these it's songs just they but don't they're like just it. sick of playing some them. of them won't play some them. of them won't play them but um, some of them just they are in in some cases bread and butter songs but these yeah. are these are some people who just aren't sick of playing it they hate they the hate fact the song they hate that they hate the song they hate yeah, the yeah. fact that they wrote the song in the first place they have changed over time and the song no longer means what it means to them wow. and actually i can give you two examples of this first one on here uh the beastie boys fight for your right to party they hate it 
I hate it. They're, they're sick of it. Yeah, but it's, dude, if you're at a bar and it comes on, yeah. you got a few drinks in you, you're having a good time. Yeah! You know, you're going to have a good time with it. Or at um, the library. Yeah. Not only it says, do the, do the beasties say in their liner notes that the, uh, it, the liner notes of the Sounds of Science, uh, that the song sucks. <laughs> uh, but Mike wow. D laments that the guys pounding their fists and singing along were, quote, oblivious to the fact that it was a goof on themselves. Mm -hmm. So they were, you know, they, they, they didn't they, even know that they were parodying. What pisses them off is that many people see it as an anthem, whereas it, originally it was sort of critical of that lifestyle. I guess so. And and, uh, and maybe even, uh, yeah, yeah, that as well. And I know another song that they have condemned is Girls. Uh, because Girls is uh, all yeah. about, you know, doing the laundry and doing the dishes and all mm -hmm. that stuff. And they have, you know, and now, like, uh, what's his name? Um, who's who's uh, the guy who's uh, ben has Vereen? cancer right now? Oh, Ben um, Vereen. I don't know. <laughs> ben Vereen? Not Mike yeah. D, not Ad Rock, but uh, at... Um, Young MC? Uh, no, not Young MC. <laughs> at, at, wait, you said Ad Rock. I said, said Ad Rock. <laughs> Bill Weston, man Mike, about town. Mikey what D, is he Mike Diamond. MCA? MCA? MCA, thank you. No, She's not young MC. UPS? <laughs> young MC. He's like a Buddhist now. So young MC? Yeah. He's, all right, I'm moving on. Right. Uh, <laughs> what did he say? Here's another one for you. REM, shiny happy people. Oh, really? See? Oh, Michael Stipe hates it. So. But that's something that they should play. If you're going to see a show, I mean. Uh, he doesn't not play it. Yeah, uh, he, he still does play he it. He says, Michael Stipe talks as if he wishes he could abandon this song, but he's too loyal to his fans okay. to completely disavow okay. it. Did he write that song with, uh, what, Kate Pearson from uh, b 52 They didn't write it together, okay. but he included her in it. Uh, it. He said, I wouldn't say I'm embarrassed by the song, but it has limited appeal for me. He says that he adapted the phrase, shiny, happy people holding hands, from a Chinese propaganda poster issued just after the Tiananmen Square Yeah, massacre. I got that. Yeah, yeah. So, I knew that immediately when he sang that. Well, that's where he got the uh, the idea for it. That's said, this is all about Tiananmen Square. It's got to be. <laughs> I admire any artist who will do this and act as if they don't hate it. You know, so it, REM, yeah. if they do this in concert and they act... Because you think about any performer who has to do something steadily, any, and, and it doesn't matter how much you're getting paid. Like your Ben Vereens. Like your Ben Vereens. <laughs> or uh, who was I talking to? Maybe it was a stripper. I'm like, what if you don't just... What if you don't feel like dancing that night, you know? And they're like, you just got to get up there and... Everything. Yeah, like, yeah. They, they encourage if they don't feel like dancing, they're allowed to get up and read from their favorite novel. <laughs> but how do you act as if you, you the, like, tonight we'll be reviewing the Great Gatsby? For yeah. instance, yeah. <laughs> For instance, anybody who does any shows on Broadway, it is the same thing every night, seven, eight times a week. You know how, how can well, you listen, do that? It's and, it's know? the same. It, you can liken it to you know if you have a, a redundant aspect of your job that that's sometimes you just have to. I mean, they get so much else that's wonderful. Yeah. Suck it up. You got to play the freaking song. You got to do it. And that's all there's to it. So. I, I like the song. I don't I've hate it. Crazy about it. It's kind of goofy. I, you know. I mean, I mean, obviously, what impresses me about it is that it, it always reminds me of Tiananmen Square. Yeah. Well, they did. Uh, they, they did it on Sesame Street. Shiny Happy Monsters. Did you guys ever yeah. see that? Yeah, that's really? true. Yeah, that one's pretty stupid. <laughs> um, Radiohead, Creep. Tom York hates the song. You know, it's funny because that is still my favorite Radiohead song. Mine too. Really? Yeah. Uh, and he, in fact, he chose, he wrote another song called My Iron Lung, and it is a metaphor about how dependent uh, on the, the success of Creep that they had become. 
uh, and uh, it almost incapacitated, he says. Uh, and the, the lyrics go, this is our new song, just like the last one, a total waste of time, my iron lung. So, But they're such arty artists. Ah, yeah, shake it off and play you know, your damn song. Yeah, exactly. Come on. Chuck brought this uh, in. This is a song by the Toadies. It's called The uh, Song I Hate. It's yeah. all about... Possum Kingdom and how much they hate that song. I love that it's song. Too damn bad. It's yeah. the only song that anybody knows <laughs> from that band. Yeah, honestly. Do what you, else do you start? Does it start to make? I mean, when you hear this, if you hear the artists say that they don't like it or they hate it, does that does that piss you off a little bit? It's like if, if you can they, sort of understand it, but if they refuse to play it, that pisses me. I off. I think that would that would irritate me a little bit. Uh, or or I mean, when they try to put a spin on it so much that it doesn't sound like the original song at God, all. God knows Jimmy Buffett has to hate Margaritaville. Yes, you know. I mean, Lord I, knows I do. I, <laughs> no, it's the one song of his I love. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I think it's a I think it's a standard yeah, favorite. Oh Jesus. Yeah, he's, you can tell. Listen, he's, he's not, not, put, into he's it. not he's putting his heart into it at all. It in. Hold on, Marissa's got a Jimmy Buffett comment here. Well, who hates the song more than Jimmy Buffett himself are the people that work at Margaritaville restaurants. I was talking to one person, and she figured out she had heard it over 11,000 times. I believe it. Yeah. It's on rotation. It's probably like every sixth or seventh uh, song that's wow. played on a CD did, in the Did restaurant. she not even entertain the notion that she would hear that song periodically <laughs> at Margaritaville? Um, so anyhow, let me see what else is on this list. Um, Bobby McFerrin, Don't Worry, Be Happy. Man, yeah. you know what? He wouldn't be anybody without that song. He's a very I disagree. Talented, no, I'm sorry. He would have been right. a great surgeon. He, no, no. He's a very talented and, and, and fantastic musician. He wouldn't be nearly as Famous. wealthy as, yeah. as he is without that song. Maybe, but he was already extremely successful in the world of jazz music. Mm -hmm. Extremely really? successful. Oh, before yeah. that point? Oh, yeah. I never heard of him. Oh, yeah. And, and we, I hear about everything. Well, you hadn't, though, but I, I was really familiar with him uh, because I, you know, I was in, at the time I was in high school and I was playing in all the jazz groups. Was he playing instruments before that? No, no. Oh, he just, he's just, a, Still doing that uh, playing well, the acapella chess and stuff. He is he is classically trained. He has perfect pitch. He's one of the greatest singers in the world. Actually, I mean, really, he, he will pack huge auditoriums. Yeah, he's incredible. But that was the big commercial success he had. I remember I went out and bought this album the day that it came out before this single was even released, and I popped it in. I listened to it, and I fast forwarded through this song. This is the worst song on the album. The rest of them are awesome. And of course, incredible. that's the hit. Yeah, and this yeah. was a huge, huge hit for him. Uh, but he, he won a Grammy for this, and he said that it's not that I don't love this song, but he says, my songs are like my children. Some uh, some you want around, and some you just want to send off to college as soon as possible. <laughs> so it, it really, it's not an example of what he can do. He's, he's Do a, we have an example of what he can do? Um, I can oh, tell yeah. you. you. You made me watch something uh, on YouTube. Oh God, yeah, it's amazing. It, uh, yeah. Uh, off of that album, I don't know, Marissa, let's see. You know what he does a version of is... Um, Hmm. There's a song called Drive This Great. He does a version of Sunshine of My Love, which is all... Really? Vocals. The, the yeah. Cream song? Yeah, yeah. It's pretty right. damn awesome. Uh, and, oh, you know what's really good is uh, Good Lovin', that he does a cover of that. The, that uh, one. It's amazing. Steve Winwood? Uh, no. Um, uh, good yeah. Love. Green Dog Night. Is that who did that? Good Love. Uh, no, the, the Isley Rascal. Brothers. I, or, no, the Rascals. Rascals. Yeah. The Rascals. Featuring the Isley Brothers. Yes. And Timbaland. Yeah. <laughs> Chimillionaire. And Chimillionaire. <laughs> <laughs> Or chameleonaire, depending <laughs> right. on which side of the Mississippi you're from. Yeah. Yes. Uh, here's one for you. Robert Plant, Stairway to Heaven. Uh, you would imagine. Yeah. 
think everybody. What originally is that? Have we ever deciphered what that? Have they ever definitively explained what that song's about? Yeah, there was there was um, an Esquire article that was maybe ten years ago, and they talked about uh, they ranked it as the greatest rock song of all time, and it broke down you know as to why. But they they broke down all the lyrics. They talked about there. It's one of those Zeppelin um, lyrics, Steve. That it's all over the map. So right, it, right. it includes everything, and there's no one central theme. Okay. So it's a mishmash. And there's a yeah. wino down the road. What does that mean? Wind on down the road. Uh, yeah. Uh, he says he called it that bloody wedding song. Uh, Robert Plant called it that bloody wedding song. I'd hate to be at the song. wedding where they play that. Yeah. Um, and he said that uh, he told the Los Angeles Times in 1988, <laughs> I'd break out in hives if I had to sing that song at every show. I wrote those lyrics and found that song to be of some importance and consequence in 1971. But 17 years later, I don't know. It's just not for me. So he hates it, you know. Wow. Yeah. And Robert Plant's got an attitude anyway. He does. So, yeah, know. and then, and he's he, there's never going to be a reunion tour. Is there? There's um, that one reunion show, and that's yeah. it. By the way, I can't stand this song. No. Yeah, I, I've, I've had it. I heard it after it, years of growing up, and it was always the number one song on the Rock and Roll 500. You it, know? it always was, and and uh, I love so many other Led Zeppelin songs more than this song yeah. that it's annoying. I loved it in, when yeah. I first discovered it, but after a while, I'm like, no. Can you get to the and wind on down the road? <laughs> yeah, part? Winos down the road. Winos yeah. down the road. Um, Nirvana smells like Teen Spirit. Kurt Cobain hated that song. Really? Uh, he was quoted as calling that song a sellout and told Rolling Stone that it was almost an embarrassment to play it. He said everyone has focused on that song so much it Jeez. catapulted them into yeah. superstardom. Yeah. At a certain point, you need to relax the artistic stuff a little bit. I know, and just realize you know that's what brought you to the dance. He was twenty-seven when he died. Is that right? He, yeah. I believe so. Yeah. I, I wonder if he would have, if he had made it through his sickness and depression and everything else, if he would have just come around to recognize the fact that yes this is a great rock song and it's okay even if it's a hit yeah to embrace it and like it it's okay to have a hit exactly yeah. and sell what how many tens of millions right. did that sell who knows uh here, all right here's bobby mcferrin this is a cover right. of a uh, good love marissa pulled song One, two, three, two. <laughs> That's all just him. Really? Yeah. Not, not at the same time. It's multi-track, right? Yeah. Obviously, yeah. yeah. No, he can do all those different yeah. voices at the same that would be, time. That would be an enormous talent. He's good? amazing. I've been a fan of his for a long time. And he lives around here. Yeah, he goes to the Panera that they, um, <laughs> we all go to. With Terrence Howard? Terrence Howard, yeah, and blinds to go. Bobby, you got to stop by sometime. <laughs> if you know Bobby McFerrin, tell him I want him to come by here. All right, uh, okay. Sinead O'Connor, nothing compares to you. She didn't even write that. It's no. a Prince song. Prince wrote it. Uh, she did it better, though. Soon after this hit the chart. I'd never heard his version. I, I don't like it. I've never heard it. What, is it, is it more up-tempo? No, not really. Is I it just like that version of, of uh, Good Love? <laughs> I just like hers better. I like hers a lot better. Uh, soon after I just this, don't like it. Hit the top of this. Too much sadness in the world, <laughs> the Pope and everything in Catholicism. Uh, she must be a blast to hang around. Oh, yeah. uh, soon after this song topped the <laughs> Anybody charts. Anybody up for Chuck E. Cheese? <laughs> you gotta hang yourself after yeah. hanging out with her. What what song does she like that she did? I'd be hard pressed to That's a good imagine that one. You know what song she uh, uh, that I have on my iPod of hers? You ever heard the Emperor's New Clothes? Yes, that's yeah, a, that's a great song. Uh, anyway, after this song topped the charts, uh, she was invited to meet Prince. 
and there were disastrous results. She told the Mirror that uh, the exchange ended with both expletives and punches thrown and some spittle for good measure. <laughs> wow. She said, all I could do was spit. I spat on him quite a bit. Wow! Years Sounds later, like when, a good time. Years later, when uh, fans at a she was cheating at Monopoly at a 2005 oh, yeah, concert shouted Prince during an encore, Sinead snapped, uh, <laughs> "F that effing midget!" <laughs> she right. probably is taller than him. Yeah, oh, she spit it. down on him. What does she look like these days? Does she grow her hair? Yeah, she's still bald. She's very pretty. If yeah. you, uh, well, sh with the shaved head, obviously not as much, but uh, yeah, when it, when it was uh, she had longer hair, she was. Yeah, she woman. was attractive, yeah, with a longer hair. Uh, Madonna, like a virgin. This is a list of people who hate the songs that made them famous or their biggest hits. Um, she said, I'm not sure that I can sing Holiday or Like a Virgin ever again. I like Holiday. Uh, I just can't unless somebody paid me like $30 million or something. Oh, like if some Russian guy wants me to come to the wedding he's going to have to a 17-year-old, you know it. So she said she'd do that. But she hates it. Apparently, Sinead O'Connor's not that attractive. Was. Was. Oh, <laughs> was. She looks like John Cryer. Was. She's like John Cryer. <laughs> that looks like John Crook. <laughs> Even worse. Uh, and then the uh, the last song that I saw on this list, which is kind of surprising, Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers, Don't Do Me Like That. Really? Oh, I love really? that song. That is a great song. That's a great tune. Why is he? Why does he not like it? Uh, it says, after years of struggling, it's a mixed blessing when you finally hit big with a leftover song from your previous band that someone made you record. Despite Petty's reluctance, uh, producer Jimmy Levine, or I have... I have I been, mean, I have been, been, yeah. uh, persuaded him to record the five-year-old uh, Mud Crutch song. I guess that was his first band. band. Yeah, yeah, they actually just released a uh, an album of those those guys. Uh, released a it, releases a single and made the top ten as the first in a string of chart successes for Petty. Uh, that sound you hear is Tom Petty griping all the way to the bank. Yeah, yeah. This is the first. This is what blew it up. He for should them. be happy that the person pushed him to do I think, it. I think it's a great tune, man. Well, anyway, he apparently uh, has a hard time with that particular song. So, what song do you think an artist should be sick of singing? Does <laughs> any come to mind? Hmm. Well, well, like I said, semi on my way, uh, Rusted Root, definitely. Um, I, I think, uh, yeah, uh, Rush is, uh, would be tired of Tom Sawyer. I would think that, um, but they, they they've never come out and said that there's a, no, a yeah, no, and they, and they're extremely fan conscious, so they they wouldn't. I can't I, I can't stand like when a band will refuse to play it. To play a song. Do you know a song that, that that I remember hearing about a long time ago that, that an artist he, he's since dead, but uh, Warren Zevon stopped playing uh, Werewolves, Werewolves of London. London? Really? Oh. Yeah, he That's just a great he, song. he just wouldn't do yeah. it. Yeah. Didn't um, Axel or Slash say that they uh, couldn't stand playing um, Sweet Child of Mine uh, at, at one point in, in their career? And I, I know that they're obviously their concert career is pretty sporadic over the last once every fifteen. <laughs> yeah, 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 I don't even know when the last time they would have been able to play it together. Right. right. I think they got tired of it. What about Pearl Jam? Are they tired of playing like Jeremy or anything? Like live. They, if they are, they won't ever admit it. And they play Even Flow more than any song than they've, than they've ever played at concerts. And you know they'll, they'll play it three or four times this week. Well, you know what I was really surprised at, uh, uh, Stephen. You saw this the the show with Elvis Costa uh, Costello Spectacles. Yeah, it's a great show. Great interview show. He had the police on there and asked. He asked each of them what their favorite police song was. It was Message in a Bottle. Really? Their biggest hit, and, and that's the song that they <clears throat> enjoyed playing the most. I was really surprised. And it's at a that. pretty simple song to play. And it was a massive, massive hit for them. Hmm. So I was quite surprised. Hmm. Hmm. My stars. Uh, who wrote this? Uh, Marissa. Marissa did. Here, Marissa, tell me. What? 
Uh, I went to see the Lemonheads last a uh, couple months ago. I think at North Star, wow, you Johnny Brenda's. Catch them while they're still big. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> <laughs> You're playing Johnny Brenda's. Right. Um, they didn't play any covers, and they played like all new music. So the, nobody in the crowd enjoyed the enjoyed the concert at all. Yeah, if you're going, if you're if you're uh, Evan Dando and the Lemonheads, mm-hmm. you better well play the song that people remember. Yeah, you better play Mrs. Robinson yeah. and it's a shame about Ray, and and, and that's all. <laughs> <laughs> that's good tonight, folks. Yes. Yes. Remember when we saw us at the New Radicals? Yeah, yeah. they, they played, played a, 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 fee, a festival. Yeah, their only hit. Which they was, played it twice in the show. Um, oh god, you gotta new... get what you give. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, uh, and they played they play. it. Uh, they opened with it and, and they closed it. There you go. And everybody's looking around, going, "Are they really, really? doing that?" Yeah. yeah. Remember that song we played first? Sounds well, here it is again. <laughs> Had to play it twice. I like that song though. A uh, couple of quick calls, and then we got a. I think we might have Glory Hole to go. Yeah, through. a couple. Let me go to Eric. Hey, Eric, how you doing? Hey, you guys rock. Thanks, man. Oh, what were you going to comment on? Yeah, real quick, on either like forty greatest metal or one hundred greatest hard rock songs on VH1 Classic. Janie Lane from Warren is quote, quoted as saying that I, the Cherry Pie was never supposed to be written. The album was done. He was forced to write the song, and he. Could Stick a gun in his mouth and blow his head off. Wow. Well, now his biggest issue is that he's uh, apparently eaten far too much cherry pie. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah he is. He's so yeah. The dude is like a house. This is a this is a stupid song, but it's catchy. Who is the uh, like the, the Bobby girl, Brown? Bobby Brown. It was yep. like the uh, the groupie extraordinaire at that yeah, time, she right? Was the it vid model yeah. at the time. Uh, hang on a second. Let me go to Russ. Hey, Russ, how you doing, man? Russ. Hey, uh, Gadzooks. Gadzooks, what's up, Russ? Uh, Billy Joel cannot stand the song Just the Way You Are. Really? Why? Did he write it about Christy Brinkley? No, no it was before, before that. that. Okay. Just because it's so light and fluffy, probably. Don't go changing. Yeah, he wrote it for It's not as substantial as uh, Still Rock and Roll to me. Yeah. That's a good song. But I wonder if, you know, if there are artists out there who wrote a song about somebody. Sing it, Preston. Yeah. I brought it an octave down. Yeah, you did. Okay. Yeah, you okay. can't, you can't You're way down. down. Can, you? can you go lower? Don't go all right, I can't get that Sounds like Teen Wolf growling. Speed it up now. I, I, that album was was that, and the uh, the one after was the one where I sort of signed off on Billy Joel. You hate him. No, I love the earlier stuff. You do? Yeah. Really? I thought he picked it back up, though, later on. Uh, like like Storm Morning had some good stuff. And I, I you know, the. the Believe the, it or not, I like Allentown. I like that song. Allentown's here. a good song. Yeah. And your, there, favorite, there your favorite is uh, River of Dreams, right? <laughs> oh, God, yeah. <laughs> you hate that song? <laughs> I hate that song. I go walking in the sea. Through the valley of fear. Through the mountains of the um, actually, <laughs> I like, uh, we, we didn't, didn't start, start the fire. fire. Yeah. yeah. I do and like that song. Everything Everything after that. Bay, the bay, <laughs> <laughs> the so wheels have fallen off. <laughs> <laughs> 
All right. Um, should we? Uh, what should we do? Let's try the contestants. <laughs> do you want to try this? Yeah, yeah. All right. Um, and I think we have two phones now. By the way, that list is at uh, Spinner.com for artists. A, a Jewish music magazine. I hate the songs that they uh, that they have written. Uh, let me see. Uh, we're going to do the Glory Hole. All right, Glory Halloween. Uh, intern Steve, are you there? Yeah, guys, I'm here. I actually, we got ten people. Guys, make some noise. Hey! Wow. Oh, my God. What the hell did that happen? Do we, do we have time to go through ten people? I don't know. We'll go through a few. All right. And if, if we don't have time to get to the other people, yeah, a give them candy bars. Yeah. Uh, all right. Let's, let's get a contestant, all right? All right. Uh, we're going to start with uh, listener Mitch. All right, Mitch is, Mitch is on a time limit here, guys. He's, right, he's we don't a job site. We don't even need to talk to Mitch. Just uh, hopefully he understands how this works, All right. right? All right, uh, let's try number six on the list, okay? All right, number six, pancake. By the way, it is a whatchamacallit. If you're just tuning in, we actually have a, a, a legitimate glory hole for oral pleasures, but we're using it to, and oral pleasures in a different way, with candy bars. Yeah. Since Halloween, it's the glory Halloween, and we're going to stick it through the hole. Uh, Mitch is going to have to suck on it, not biting down. Suck on it hard. And then he's going to have to tell us what kind of candy bar it is. All right, we're ready, Steve. Uh, go ahead, Mitch. Suck on that thing. Let us know what it is. I don't even know what that candy bar is. <gasps> oh, Kathy Lee? Yeah. I've never Guys, you went with... Peanut chews. Do you hear that? No. Oh. No, it's not. It's not peanut chews. Oh. Sorry. It was a whatchamacallit. Whatchamacallit. Here you go, Mitch. Here's your whatchamacallit. You never had a whatchamacallit candy? No, what's in it? Everything. Is it, is it like peanut butter type? It's got loaded with all kinds of Crispy stuff. Crispy rice, right? And oddly enough, tar. And a cookie and, uh, and caramel and chocolate. It's really good. Huh. All right. Let's get our next uh, contestant up, all right? All right, guys, I have listener Jim here with me. All right, uh, let's give Jim number eight on our list. Number eight, thank And you. if he's not going to hear it, I can just go ahead and say who it is. Or, or are they holding the phone on the other they are, one? No, I'm, holding, I'm holding the phone. All right, it's a, it's okay. a hundred grand. hundred well, grand bar. All right, well, I don't want him to hear it. Oh, okay, let me drop that. Just drop that call. All right, whenever you're ready, Steve. All right, here we go. Down a little bit. All right, open up wide. I know what that is. Mm. What? What was that? Mm, uh, 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 hundred grand. You guys hear that? Yes, yeah! hundred grand. Yeah! All right, Steve. Let him know we got a fifty dollars excitement video gift gift card for him, and excitement video and toys. Discover your wild side. All right, let's go with uh, let's go with the number nine here. All right, guys. We have listener Clayton here. Oh, Clayton. Cool. All right, and by the way, this is a this is a three musketeer. This is going to be a hard one. It will be hard because it's uh, there. It's pretty much shaped the same as a uh, <laughs> as a Snickers and a Milky Way. Right. All right, here we go. All right, here we go. Oh my! Open wide. Let us know what that is. Three musketeers. Mm, yes. That's what it was. Yes. 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 yes it was. A lighter way to enjoy chocolate. Excitement video gift uh, <laughs> and toys. Discover your wild side. Give him a fifty dollars excitement video gift card. By the way, it's, or if you're Kathy, it's it's made of air. Am I am I incorrect in saying that a that a Milky Way is basically a Three Musketeers but with caramel in it? No, I think no. it's disgusting that you'd even say that. <laughs> no, it's not because what's the air? It's in the Milky Way. It's, I'm serious. It's like, same air. I'm gonna let you. I'm gonna let you in a little secret. All right. Yeah. <laughs> no, like the fluff part of the Milky Way. Yeah. I mean, the uh, not the Milky Way. That's nougat, right? Or yes. Do you like that, Kathy? It's fluffy nougat. Nougats? It, no. The, the Three fluff. Musketeer? No. Okay. Yeah. All right, well, anyway, a Milky Way is basically that, but a layer of caramel. I don't think so. No, it's different. I think, I think one involves... It is. It's different. No, one has a radioactive element. I'm saying is that... What are you saying? The fluff is different yes. inside there? Yes. We need someone to get candy bars. Well, yeah. I think, Am I right? 
Yeah, I'm right. I'm getting, really? I'm getting yeah, nods right. from all these people Wait, behind it you. It is not. Yes, it is. I don't think it is. I don't, yeah, thank you, Steve. I think that the nougat in the, the uh, Milky Way and the Snickers is the same, yes. and it's a little chewier than the nougat yes. that you get in the Three Musketeers. I disagree. <laughs> all right. I think, I think, no. I think, Nick, I, I think, think you're exactly right. I think right. Musketeers is basically hamburger meat. Uh, <laughs> next contestant, Steve. Next contestant. I have listener Liv here, and Liv is the, is the listener who actually made the DVH stickers. Oh, oh yes! Oh, yeah! Oh, yeah. Liv, she's awesome. You know oh, what? Oh, yeah! Let me let me say hi to her real quick, Steve. All right, hang on a second. Liv, press one to say hi to you. Hi. Liv, baby, how are you? Good. How are you guys doing? We're great. You're awesome. Thanks for making those stickers for me. I appreciate oh, it. No problem. Let I, me know when you run out, and I'll make some more. I, I did. We need more. Like Doritos. <laughs> okay. I'll get on that right away. All right. Just well, give him- me an easy one. What's that? Give her an easy one. An easy one? All I, th- right. I think you yeah. go with, uh, Preston, the number 12. Yeah. Uh, yes, that sounds good. All right, uh, Steve, are right. you there? Yeah, I'm here. Give her the number 12, okay? Give her the old number 12. Give her the old number 12. Uh, by the two way, sixes. It's, a, it's a Nestle's Crunch Bar. Yeah. Uh, so that's that that's, has kind of that, that rice yep, thing, right? Does, yep. mm-hmm. Crackling thing. Which can also be like a crackle. They're exactly <gasps> the same thing, aren't they? Yeah. All right, Steve, whenever you're ready. All right, hold on. Okay, okay. Break it. If it doesn't fit, break the damn thing, pancakes. Number 12. All right, here we go. Lean forward. Go to town on that thing. Use your tongue. Tell her to use her tongue. Yeah. There's a crunch bar! Yes, yeah. a crunch bar! Beautiful. Yeah. All right. And uh, uh, Nestle's Crunch is basically a uh, crackle was what they came up with because they didn't. Yeah. Nestle's is and crackle is Hershey's, right? Yeah. Right. All right. Mm, yes. Yeah. Yes. Exactly. For Micah. Uh, let's go <laughs> to uh, let's just do one more and then we got to wrap it up. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. We're running out of time. Uh, all right, Steve, you got another contestant for us? Guys, I have listener Mike here. All right. Moik. 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 Uh, let's give Moik. Let's do it. Let's do a. Uh, let's do the number eleven. Ah. Oh. I want to give my shot at this. 11. Yeah. What is it? Yeah. Uh, it's a it's a Hershey's uh, chocolate bar. Okay. Just yeah. regular the regular issue. Pretty much plain. Kind of GIs walked around. With. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly. All right. Whenever you're ready, uh, Steve. All right. Pancakes. Unwrapping it now. Oh yeah. I don't think his kids ever eaten chocolate before. He doesn't know how to unwrap anything. <laughs> all right. Here we go. Bend down a little bit. And open up. There we go. No biting. Are oh. you no biting? What is it? A Hershey. Yeah! That's absolutely correct. And we have a $50 excitement video gift card, excitement video toys. Discover your wild side. Thank you to all those who got on their knees today and played Glory Halloween. Yes. Intern Steven, intern Pancake, come on back. All right, man? All right, and pick up a, uh, a Milky Way and a Three Musketeers on the way. And a Snickers. And a, and a Snickers I, is totally different no, than all of No, those. it's not. A Snickers is just a Milky Way with peanuts. I no, think it you're is right. Not. Yes, it is. No, it's got nougat in it. Yeah. Here's not a, old got. We have a Snickers. I need the yeah. other ones, but all right. We have right. a Milky Way. They just need to pick up a... Uh, what was that last Three, Three Musketeers. Musketeers, yeah. And hamburger meat. Yeah, and hamburger meat if you can. Pick up two and a half pounds of hamburger meat. <laughs> yeah, and the pastrami cut thin. Yeah. All right, so anyway, that is, uh, there There you go. That's yeah. that. Check this out. <laughs> That's the glory hole. What right? a wrap-up. <laughs> I do that. Three Musketeers is air-whipped chocolate. Hell no yeah. nougat. I yeah. know. Well, it's not your standard nougat. It's whatever that crap is no, in there. that guy, that instant messenger is correct. But, but there is standard nougat in the Milky Way and the Snickers. Yes.
So shut your holes. I know. Uh, it's not air. We're gonna we're gonna <laughs> prove it. It's air wings. It's that clean, and that's that analytical mind that Kathy has. It's air. It's air whipped chocolate. That's what I was trying to say. Well, what, right. Let me ask you, what, what chocolate is prepared in a vacuum? <laughs> what? We'll find out in just a little bit. All right. You're listening to Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. MMR rocks now. They tried to make me go to rehab. I said no, no, no. Thank you very oh, I much. Love it when it kicks in. I love those, dude. <laughs> yeah, one more time. Yeah, yeah. go to rehab. I said no, no, no. Yes, I've been black, but when I come back, no, no, no. Beautiful. Thank you. Uh, by the way, uh, I, uh, we have the clip from, uh, I did not get a chance to see this, but I did hear this earlier, that uh, Jimmy Rollins was on Leno's show yesterday. Yes, he was. And uh, what, what does he do? He does like a 10 question uh, Yeah, thing? he asks 10 questions over uh, like a closed circuit monitor system. Okay. And uh, this was one of the questions he asked? Yeah, we have, we have two. All right. Oh, we do. Yeah, we should have two. Uh, yeah, I have uh, yeah one more up there. You got a couple? Yeah, you got, got a couple? couple? All right, here we go. Yeah, a couple. You're defending your world championship this week. What is your prediction for the series? How many games will it take to beat the Yankees? Oh, man. Well, of course, we're going to win. Um, yeah. If we're nice, we'll let it go six. But yeah. I'm thinking five and close out at home. Five closing out at home. Well, good luck to you, Jimmy. So he was happy about it. And you that. heard uh, Kevin Eubanks clapping in the back. Yeah. yeah yep. The one guy. Woo! And yeah. then here's the other one. What is this? Here is this uh, the, the rituals? They, they, they asked, they asked uh, or Leno asked him about uh, rituals, uh, superstitious rituals, okay. if anybody on the team engages in that activity. Question number six. Baseball players are known to be superstitious. Tell us the strangest superstition a player on your team has. Has. Um, probably Shane Victorino. He has these uh, balanced crystals in this little blue bag that he wears around his neck. And uh, every time he hits the field, he spritzes his face with some type of stuff that activates him or something. But he's had a pretty good year, so I guess it works. What? That doesn't even sound legal. <laughs> he spritzes his face. face with something that activates the crystals. Is that true? I, I don't know. Wow. I don't know. You know he's, he's, got, he's got a couple things that he does. And by, Maybe by that's the, something Hawaiian. And by the way, the New York Post uh, taking a jab at uh, at Shane uh, this morning in the uh, the cover says, Gotham trembles, the frillies are coming to town. Yeah. And it's got Shane yeah. in a skirt. Uh, they they obviously doctored that, and it says only in the city of brotherly love could Shane Victorino pass at, for a slugger. Make way for the Bronx Bombers, you Philly frauds. You know what? I, I hate to use this line, but they started it, man. You, like honestly, we were gonna we were gonna take the high road. Yep. New York started no, it on this one. No, this is this is funny. You know what? Go go right ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah true. Go, go ahead. Do it. It's it's all you're gonna get. It's all it's all you're gonna have. Just yeah. Just let 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 the play decide who wins this World Series because yeah. that that will be that will be awesome. And by the way, I did catch that now. There's you know the 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 famous uh, they do the the bet between cities. I hate those. I, I hate it too. And, and this is it's newsworthy. stupid. And uh, and yeah, but uh, it's uh, what with the mayors. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know what? We should do it. Let's call a station. We'll send them a cheesesteak. They can send us trash. Here's the deal. We'll send them cheesesteaks, and they'll send us pop. Poverty and desperation. Yeah. How about that? <laughs> there you go. Knock, knock. Knock, knock. By the way, no. Damn no. it, I, I no. lost Where it. Where is it? Son of a... Colored paper clips. No, I lost <laughs> No. Dude, what is it? Your ass today. <laughs> By the way, I, Romano. I was going to help you find the color. Ball buster. And, and you know what? Someone married that. Yeah. I, I Somebody wakes up to that every day. Wait, let me, let me find this email. <laughs> I, Dennis's eyes open up. He goes, oh, no. Uh, again. I'm alive. Uh, I thought for sure sleep apnea would have killed me. <laughs> I, I got this email. Uh, mm, 
last night, and damn it, I, I thought I printed up. We were having a problem with the printer. Anyway. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Casey, it, it, by the way, it, it well, no, it's, it's uh, maybe this is it. Uh, now, it was somebody stating basically the bet ought to be between Philadelphia and New York City. Whoever wins the World Series gets dibs on the Jersey Shore. Uh-huh. Oh. I like that. How about and how about they said nyok nyok? That's why I wanted to read it for you. But you know I what I was thinking it. somewhere along the lines of like, how Pretty about good. we won't go up to Manhattan and, and do your Broadway shows for a year, and you don't come down to the Jersey Shore for a year? Because no. I'm not willing to uh, wager the Jersey. It's funny Shore. because technically we don't really? really we don't really have any right to be there as well. Oh uh, no no, yeah. I, we own a house down there somewhere. <laughs> Actually, I don't own a house. No, I would, I would think it's... I know somebody owns a house. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, you get, you got to put something from on New the York. block. If you're going to bet, you gotta be, you got to be confident in your team, and you got to be ready no. to uh, to lose. Here's the bet. Or, I mean, to, you got to be confident you're going to win, but you got to put something up that shows that confidence. I think the Jersey Shore would be a good one. They win. Uh, we win. We get to kill their mayor. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. Who is their mayor, anyway? And then we, if they win, we don't go to Broadway. Is it Bloomberg? It's, it's still Bloomberg, <laughs> okay. right? Yeah, yeah that guy's worth like a billion dollars. Yeah, right? He can give us a uh, half a billion. All right, well, anyway. I don't know. We'll work on something. Yeah. I think all those bets are pretty stupid, I like though. The, I I'd like just the, rather win the World Series and forget about the cheesesteaks and all that stuff. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, well, I think, yeah, because what they're going to send down are, are, are cheesecakes. Yeah, I hate New, cheesecake. New York, New York cheesecake. What? New York yeah. cheesecake. I think that you put up the same thing. We both want to go to the Jersey Shore. I'd say put that up. For Fine, me. they can have Wildwood. If that's even possible. <laughs> How about uh, a billion dollars? Wildwood yours. Yeah. Just put up a billion dollars. Anyway, uh, we want to welcome, uh, as I had mentioned earlier, the uh, Philadelphia Hydrocephalus Walk is coming up. And uh, from NBC10, Deanna Durant. Yay! The lovely Deanna Durante, who brought me cookies for my wife. Aww. Wait a second. What kind of cookies? <laughs> Not for you. Uh, well, I'm, for my wife. She's at I'm home feeling sick. a little sweaty. Oh. <laughs> they look like oatmeal cookies, They're right? They're double chocolate oatmeal cookies. Actually, my husband called and said, make cookies. And okay. so he thought I was making them for him. And so I said, well, what kind should I make? And he's like, double chocolate oatmeal. So I thought he meant two bags of chocolate chip cookies. So I apologize. In his mind, they were supposed to be like the fudge cookie. Uh-huh. So instead, hopefully I created a recipe that'll get your whole family well again. Awesome. There we go. It helps. Wasn't that nice? It's very nice. That? that was so cool. Uh, and by the way, before we get into the uh, the charity event coming up, uh, you wanted to help us settle a debate here real quick? Kathy, I'm sorry. You're wrong. Oh, I'm, oh, I'm sorry what? to walk what in here. The Snickers. The Snickers. There's. The Snickers is completely different than a Milky Way. It has so nothing not? to do with Milky Way. It has Way. nothing to do well, with it. We can we can uh, establish the uh, absolute law here by yep. cutting into a few of them. We have the candy bars right in front of Preston. Yep, I'm going to open these up right now. Oh, Snickers. you have them? Yeah, we got okay, them. I don't right. think the Snickers is is uh, uh, you know. What a, do you, everybody state their their case here? All right, Snickers is just ground Milky, beef. No, <laughs> Snickers is just Milky Way plus peanuts. Okay, uh, and then. Uh, Three Musketeers is has their version of nougat within Three Musketeers is whipped chocolate. <laughs> the hell. <laughs> All right, and Kathy, what do you say? Okay, I say that that the Snickers is the Milky Way with peanuts. Okay. Uh, and are... and that the the Three Musketeers is completely different. It has the whipped air. Steve, what about you? I think uh, Snickers is uh, the Milky Way with woodcock, and I think <laughs> that. Uh, the other candy bars are made out of plastic. Okay, and Casey? 
I, I'm, I'm with Steve on this one. All right, so <laughs> I'm so confused, I don't know anymore. Here's what I'm you saying. You make my head hurt. Listen, and I think Deanna's going to agree with me. that three. Oh, that, just because she baked you cookies. That yeah. a Milky Way is basically a Three Musketeers, but with uh, caramel in it. That was the big contention. That's what I think, Press. Uh, three Musketeers, first of all, shouldn't even be counted as a county, as a candy bar. Because it's just whipped chocolate, and what's the point? Mm-hmm. Well, well, then and what? then they advertise it as being like low calorie. Or what's the point? It shouldn't even count right. that. Call well, it a diet food. Are you saying it's whipped chocolate within chocolate? It's it's like the whipped chocolate. Is that with sort of incestuous chocolate? See, <laughs> <laughs> she said with air in it. I told you. Right, what it's foods been mixed up. It's been mixed up. There's not enough sugar in it, so it doesn't even count. The Milky Way has that nougat yeah. thing in it that's not yes. very good. The same and then the Snickers, Snickers, whatever. No, but yes. this, you maybe it's the same recipe base, well, but it's added. There's something added to it that makes it. Better. No, I'm, cu- I'm, I'm, I'm cutting into A these. Snickers is better. All right, go ahead. All right, cut so in. I just I just cut into the Snickers bar. Here is the cross section of that. You can see there's peanuts, obviously. There's, right. there's right. caramel, and there's yeah. a nougat, and there's a nougat. And you know what, Press? You're, you're going to cut all of these in half and, and examine the half. And, and what I'll do is I'll eat the other halves. Okay. Of the candy bars. You're a helpful <laughs> scientist. <laughs> Have your salad. <laughs> All right, so here now I'm cutting into the oh, oh. three musketeer bar. As you can see, it's just that. Yeah, right. air whipped chocolate. Air whipped chocolate. Air whipped stuff. chocolate. Yeah. There you go, Casey. Air. All right. Mm. Air salad. Again, I love how people. What What's whipped in a vacuum? What food is prepared without well, air there's, present? There's definitely. I mean, you can when you make. You know, you can make it denser. Yeah, I made your dinner in space. Like chocolate mousse has a lot of air right. bubbles in it. Exactly. Right. That's what they're and, referring to. And fudge to. does okay. not. Yeah, and exactly. fudge, fudge is dense. Fudge is your vacuum chocolate. Yes. Picture, exactly. picture there's air in chocolate. Yes, of course there is, but it's just denser or not as dense. It's lighter. As That's why it's the lighter way to yeah. enjoy chocolate, I'm right. right? I am so right You're on this. Not. Yes, she is. Look at this. The bottom is a Three Musketeers. The top is a Milky Way. It's the same crap as that, but with it's a not. little layer of... Caramel on right. top of it. Well, you're you're wrong. beast. Well, can I? T- I'll tell you. Do you want me? Because I have the answer. I, I actually know the answer. I'm going to read the ingredients if you want. That. I, well, I, br- I brought it all up on on Wikipedia, and I would say that we're both right. Of the, course oh, you would. Of course listen, you would. No, listen. Because the 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 Snickers and the Milky Way are the same thing, except it has peanuts. But the no. Milky Way. Yes, listen. The Milky Way is a sweeter version of the Mars bar, which was originally. Manufactured in space, United in in the UK, and 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 the but the Mars has no, almonds. Listen, listen, the the uh, yeah, it does. What? The Mars bars has almonds. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Remember Jamie Farr talking about those big crunchy nuts? Yeah, I was thinking of Milky Way. Okay. <laughs> Do we have that? Yeah, somewhere. All right, is that the definitive far. answer? That is the definitive. Have answer. we all come to terms on this? I don't know. I if don't you know. like the taste of big crunchy nuts. <laughs> That's not Jamie Farr. No. 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 I want the Jamie Farr one. <laughs> I want him now. Come on. I bet you did something today you feel pretty good about. Bet you did. So go get your Mars bar. Come on. You deserve the best. Can't you just taste that rich milk chocolate, creamy caramel, and snuggle deep inside soft nougat? Big, fresh, crunchy nuts after nuts after nuts. This is what you deserve. There you go. You've been waving your nuts in my face for too long. <laughs> all right, finished. Done. Okay. It's over. We went through it. Casey, you can eat all those candy bars now. If you're all right. Uh, I don't you know. You can have the right, stinking so, musketeers bar. Deanna, uh, you were here not to talk about candy bars. <laughs> by no. the way. Although it's been a very exciting morning debating I, candy bars. By the way, is she not gorgeous? Yeah. yeah uh, used to Laura so. Sangiacomo. Uh, Laura Sangiacomo? Uh, from uh, Just Shoot Me. And The Stand. Nah. And The Stand. Nah. Yeah, I'm exactly right. Just like I'm with the musketeers. (laughs) She doesn't have a big split between her teeth. No, it doesn't need one. (laughs) 
My parents paid a lot of money to get rid of that split between my oh, two did they really? like 11. So. All right. Well, the, the fifth annual Philadelphia Hydrocephalus, was I saying that right? You are saying that correctly. Right. Now, that is exactly what? That is, it's commonly referred to as water on the brain. Okay. And it can strike anybody from birth to older age. You know, you can get a, a head injury, stroke. So it can hit anyone, and there is no cure. So it's commonly referred to uh, commonly referred to as, as the, water the, on the brain. Water so that, on the brain. That, okay. And it, I was talking to people on the phone this morning, telling them I was going to be here talking with you about it, and they were saying, "Well, why don't you just call it water on the brain?" And I said, "Well, because you know everything has to have a big fancy medical right, term, right, but, right. but that's that's what people people know it as, and it's it strikes more than a million Americans, wow. and, and, what, and there's no cure. What what does uh, what happens to someone who has this condition? What do they experience? Do we know the exact symptoms? I'm not yeah, sure. Yeah, of. Yeah. Uh, oh, but I can tell you that they have to. We have an expert standing right here. Okay. Uh, but um, they, the only thing that you can do to treat them is surgery. Basically, put a shunt in the brain, and then it would drain, drain down. I yes. assume, I assume the body. It, it causes pressure on the brain. I assume that's one of the one of. Do you the, want? Do you yeah. want to speak? That, yeah, that yeah. Micro- that's Mary Beth. <laughs> Apparently, I'm not. On. I'm not a good enough expert to be here today. <laughs> Mary Beth, could you explain it real quick? <laughs> yes. Yeah, so, uh, just to answer your earlier question, hydrocephalus. Hydro is water. Right. In, in, Latin and cephalus is brain or fluid, no brain. And um, so, yes, there's different symptoms for different ages. Obviously, the younger you are, the fluid builds up into the skull and it creates an enormous amount of pressure. And that pressure will cause start with headaches, vision problems, lethargy, lower your heart rate, and eventually you will die. You know, my my daughter would die in 12 hours if her shunt stopped working. Other people could go as long as a month, two months. It really depends. And the shunt takes the pressure off. The the shunt actually, it it has a catheter tip that goes into the ventricle in the brain that produces the fluid, and it diverts the fluid into another cavity into the body, whether it's the lungs, the heart, or the abdomen. Okay. Yeah, it's pretty wild. A friend of ours, a friend of the family has, uh, has one the same of these. Thing? Has yeah, a really? shunt, yeah. Hmm. And, and I never knew exactly what that was. And uh, Mary Beth here was showing, she's actually got one with her and was showing it to me. This is an implant they stick in your wow. in your head. It's and, amazing. And it drains it off. Uh, so the uh, the walk that's coming up, um, this is going to be on uh, the 1st? Sunday, November 1st, day after Halloween. So you can work off all the candy, the Snickers, mm-hmm. the Milky Way, whatever it is <laughs> you're out there eating. Yeah. And come on out and join us down at Boathouse Row. Mary Beth was saying her daughter has a, a shunt and her daughter's only 13 and has had 35 surgeries Whoa. in her short what? life. So that, I mean, that kind of puts it in, into perspective why we need to create awareness on this and why we need people to come out and support us. On 35 that. surgeries? By wow. the time she was four and a half. That's unbelievable. Uh, and uh, what do people need to do in order to uh, take part? Do you need to, uh, do you need to go around and, and collect money from people or you just, uh, you just donate well, to come out and walk or what would you like? We would like people to register online, attend okay. the event. You can get sponsors to sponsor you. You can just come yourself. Whatever works the best. The more you donate, the more awareness we get, the more research we get. Okay. All right. And, uh, well, I don't know what the forecast is going to be for Sunday, but it's going to be beautiful. Is it a rain or shine event? It doesn't matter. It's going to be beautiful. Okay. It doesn't matter. It's going to be beautiful. And is there a website that's got the information? Uh, catch the wave of awareness.org. Catch the wave of awareness.org. All right. Okay. All right. We'll make sure you pass that along. And are you going to be there, Deanna? I am going to be there. And we're trying to check the NBC 10 Peacock schedule to see if we can get him to make a, a cameo okay. as well. So how- if we're not enough of a draw, come on down. <laughs> how long? The, uh, the Pelican or how, whatever it is. What's uh, the length of the walk? The length of the the, the walk, walk is, two, is miles. two miles. The there's a five k run, and there's also the loop for people that want to go the distance. Okay, wow. all right. Or you can just make donations. Come on down, listen to some music, and have some food. Beautiful. If you really don't want to exercise, yes. just come on down and join us. 
I love it. And we'll put a link up to our website about that. Uh, catchthewaveofawareness.org, correct? Yes. All right, cool. We'll put that up on the website. Awesome. Thank you for coming by, Deanna. Thanks for having Hang us. Hang out if you want to. We're just chilling. Get on the hottie yeah. cam if you want. <laughs> get a Philly tattoo. Get a Philly tattoo. I watched the people getting the Phillies tattoos. One gentleman was caught on our cameras, and he said, oh, I've got some explaining to do. I better tell my wife before she sees it on the news. Nah, just break it to her that way. Hey, let's watch the news tonight, honey. All right, Deanna Durant again. NBC 10. We're going to take a break and we'll be right back. Stay now. You're listening to Preston and Steve. Preston and Steve. On 93.3 WMMR. MMR rocks now. We got to thank uh, Tattoos by RC. Bob yeah. 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 John. And John, right? Yeah. Uh, our tattoo artist extraordinaire yeah. who, who have gone to town on... How many did you do, Bob, you think, uh, uh, collectively? Like, like five or six each. Maybe All right, like so two. we got about a dozen people with Phillies tattoos yeah. this morning. Fresh Phillies ink. And even uh, Bob, you were surprised at uh, at one of the guy's tattoos and where yeah. he got it. Yeah, he got it on his hand. On his hand. And I, there was one guy who got it on his wrist. But uh, one of these guys got it right here, like uh, on the of, fleshy part of the uh, where the, the thumb meets the index finger, yeah. almost in the webbing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he got uh, Phillies. And what what was he say? What do you say when you yeah, show yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, come here. What do you say? <laughs> Hold on. Let's find out his name anyway. It's Desta. Is your name is? Wait, 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 wait. Wait, Desta. That's your name. Yeah. All right, do it again. <laughs> when he shows his hand, that's what I love shows. that. Yeah, Dude, I, it's awesome. Whoop, Bob. Whoop, Bob. Yeah, uh, that could be it. Uh, awesome. Everybody, good subjects, John. Everybody yeah, was cool. Yeah, everyone did great. Awesome, man. I think it's a great. It's a great testament to the. I mean, yes. that's the kind of that's the kind of fans we have here. And to put the the Preston and Steve twist on it, you capitalize the P and the S. Yes. At the end of Phillies, yep. so it kind of uh, encompasses the whole mm -hmm. thing. Awesome, dude. They look great. They look fantastic. And we had nice uh, we had a news down here to cover it, right? Yeah. Uh, uh, NBC was here, and ABC, I think, stopped by. Uh, I think and it was Fox. NBC and Fox. And Fox. Oh, and Fox. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. Well, uh, hopefully, we'll get on the uh, the news a little bit later on. You guys got to go open the shop, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. All right. Cool, man. Well, thank you guys, as always, for stopping by. Bob and John, thank Bob! you. <laughs> Tattoos. So glad we get to do that at least once a week. By RC. I love that. Bob! <laughs> <laughs> All right, anyway, uh, what am I doing? Oh, the Bizarre Fight. Yeah. Oh. oh, yeah. Let's oh, do that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre Fight. All right, let us begin. A uh, Last month, two men and their teenage sons tackled one of the world's most unforgiving summertime hikes, the Grand Canyon's parched and searing Royal Arch Loop. Along with bed rolls and freeze-dried food, the inexperienced backpackers carried a personal locator beacon just in case. And in the span of three days, the group pushed the panic button three times. Yeah. Wow. Mobilizing helicopters for dangerous, life-saving rescues inside of the steep canyon walls. Well, maybe it wasn't a good idea to do that then. Well, what was the emergency, you may ask? The water they had found to quench their thirst tasted salty. <laughs> that was it? So that's, that's why... That's how they mobilized the rescue group? Exactly. Three times. Three times! Yeah, uh, if they had... Uh, one of the uh, rescuers said if they had not been uh, turning the device that works like an OnStar for hikers, he said we would have never attempted this hike. Uh, one of them said after the third rescue crew forced them to uh, board the chopper 
Uh, and it was a growing problem facing the men and women who risk their lives when they believe that others are actually in danger of losing theirs. So they made, they're like the third time, they're like, you guys are going with us. Forget about it. We're not going to leave you out of here once again. You fat ass pussy. And apparently this is like an ongoing problem now and since they have these GPS devices. Right, to locate these people. They're, they're pushing them for no good reason. Well, they're, they're now less experienced hikers are going yeah. out. And they're saying, hey, well, if we get into trouble, we'll just push the button. No. And they're calling them Yuppie 911. Oh, man. <laughs> When they do that, so it's a growing, need that. growing problem. In uh, Taos, New Mexico, Larry Witten marched into the this uh, northern New Mexico town in late July on a mission, and that is resurrecting a failing hotel. The tough-talking former Marine immediately laid down some new rules. Among them, he forbade the Hispanic workers at the rundown southwestern Adobe-style hotel from speaking Spanish in his Are presence. But more What's your name, fat body? But more importantly, he ordered some to anglicize their names. A jelly donut? <laughs> so no more Martin. Are you kidding? It's Martin. That's that's not very PC. And uh, it, no more Marcos. Your name is now Mark. He's making right. people wow. change their first names. Wow. It's like a little mini Ellis Island. Uh, Witten's management <laughs> style had uh, worked for him as he had turned around other distressed hotels that he bought in recent years across the country. Uh, but apparently in this particular town, they're not going to stand you for you are a disgusting fat body. So they're not going to put up with it. Uh, a restaurant owner was caught on videotape setting fire to a competitor's restaurant one block away. Wow. May Fong, who is 74 years old, will be booked with arson of Young's Garden Chinese Restaurant. Uh, Fong was mm, what caught. would be the best way to compete with another business? Uh, she was caught on video surveillance mm. approaching Young's after 3 a.m., which is about the time... Our prices are so low, we burned down our competition. ...that a, uh, a liquid accelerant was used to start the fire. The video was extremely valuable in solving the crime. Didn't you realize there was surveillance video? I guess she was too stupid to know that. Uh, investigators are still working to determine what kind of accelerant was used to start the fire, and they did about $60,000 worth of damage. Uh, in Buffalo, New York, state police and county prosecutors plan to pursue criminal charges against a 17-year-old youth accused of faking a suicide attempt that he had streamed live via webcam over the Internet. As part of the hoax, uh, they say the young man put ketchup on his arms to make it look as if he had cut his wrist. Oh, man. Ketchup. Uh, at about 11.30 p.m. Tuesday, state police uh, fielded several calls from as far away as Israel. So people were logging on to watch this? Yeah, regarding a young male attempting suicide and streaming it over the Internet. This happens more often than you would think. Yeah. Uh, there are uh, online suicides that happen quite a bit. Uh, the computer address was traced back to an, uh, an address in Buffalo where troopers say that the young man admitted to the hoax. He told troopers he had no intention of hurting himself. And just like ketchup. And he did it only as a joke. A 60-year-old woman who is running for homecoming queen at Colorado State University Pueblo was accused of shooting three people, killing one woman at a Denver woman's shelter in 1989. Oh, That's going to work against her. Juanita Whitaker was found not guilty by reason of insanity. insanity. I'm a little bit insanity. <laughs> Crazy. I got a little bit of what you call the insanity. At the time, the Rocky Mountain News reported that Whitaker blamed the rampage on a computer chip that her ex-husband planted in her brain. Yeah, it all works out. My <laughs> husband, uh, he liked to tinker around in my brain, and he put a, uh, a computer chip in there uh, uh, to turn me into a mindless killing robot. Uh, I'm sure you can understand why now I should be homecoming queen. <laughs> when asked about it, Whitaker says that she had made mistakes in her I past. I made mistakes in the past. And I'm not, not saying I didn't. 
And this but, is, uh, you know, I'm no longer a mindless robot in a killing machine. And this is her second chance, she says. Yeah. Uh, Whitaker says she's changed her life and has joined nonprofit groups that help the disabled and mentally ill. Right. Uh, she meets all the requirements to run for homecoming queen, including good grades. And uh, there's and, no... Uh, attempted to kill people. And there's no reason to disqualify her. Uh, she's running against two other students, and one of them is a gay man. Mm. Oh. <laughs> wow. That's a great school. That's right. The homecoming election was held on campus on Thursday, and results will be announced on Saturday. We'll keep you posted. Right. And there you go. That is your bizarre file. All right. Uh, uh, damn it. Where's the lesson question? I misplaced it. Here we go. All right. Uh, not with the paper clips, all right? It is not, not with the clips. It is not a paper clippable thing. All right. So your question <laughs> oh, okay. for today... Uh, tickets to see Dom Irera, by the way, Friday, November 27th at the TLA. Tickets are on sale Friday. Uh, let me see here. According to Steve, what's the only way to eat a Three Musketeer bar? 215-263-WMMR. I don't even remember this. Uh, Casey had said that he didn't want oh. He doesn't like to eat it normally. Okay, I he do remember this. He likes to eat it a different way. Which way did you recommend? 215-263-WMMR. Call now. and Steve's Hollywood Trash. All right, Steve. What? All right. What What? What up? What? After 35 years as a member, Oscar-winning writer-director Paul Haggis has publicly split from the Church of Scientology, citing personal differences. The spokesman for the Church of Scientology says that while they're disappointed over Haggis' departure, he will still be invited to the annual Tauntaun Roast on Dagobah. Oh, <laughs> <That's wow>. terrific. <laughs> Kill those things. They do. They oh, do. smell bad on the They outside. do smell bad, but once they're cooked up, they smell so good. Wow. Hill star Heidi Montag has created a signature perfume to sell in partnership with the Home Shopping Network. Montez, Montag says the scent is designed to appeal to the Heidi Montag fan and will be called functionally brain dead. Oh. <laughs> and finally, Lorenzo Lamas' ex-wife and former Playboy model Shauna Sand has signed on to and is no longer fighting the release of a sex tape uh, that she had uh, had leaked out. Said saying, quote, as a mother, I definitely have my concerns about the video, but as it turns out, my vagina looks spectacular. Oh, and that's your Hollywood track. All right, then uh, we need to go to the phones, get an answer to the lesson question. And um, Casey liked to eat uh, Three Musketeers, not in the normal way, and Steve thought it would be this way. What is that way? I'm going to go to Jim. Hey, Jim, how you doing? Hey, you guys are right. Thanks, man. All right, Jim, what's the only way to eat a Three Musketeers bar? It's the only way I eat them anally. Right! Anally, yes. Rectally, whatever, same difference. Nearly kid him. All right, you got it right. We're going to set you up with the tickets to see Dom Irea Friday, November 27th at the TLA. Hang on just a moment. Tickets on sale Friday at noon at LiveNation.com. We got music news. 93.3 WMMR with Preston and Steve's music news. Now, this has a purple paper. <laughs> uh, it's brought to you by Night of Terror at Creamy Acres Farm in Mullica Hill, New Jersey. But <laughs> Open every day this week, visit nightofterror.com. That's nightofterror.com. Purple ah! paper clip. You screamed over me. What? Sorry. Why purple? White? Why purple? Because I ran out of blue. It used to be blue, so now I use purple. Uh, yeah, sometimes it happens. Sometimes you got to roll with it. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Sometimes right. you run out of blue. Sometimes uh, Creed releases its first new album in eight years. Sometimes they do release and, their first album. That is today. Uh, titled Full Circle, the record follows a five-year hiatus uh, during which uh, singer Scott Stamp per pursued a uh, solo career and sobered up. Well, the other three members started a new act, and that was Alter Bridge, of course. Uh, Stapp says that since coming back together, Creed has been looking forward to a fresh start. He said, we're all fortunate that we're in a position to have a second chance to make a first impression. Shut the f*** up! 
<laughs> and a second chance to really be like a new artist. Uh, you know, Mark and I have always thrived in these type of situations. So new music out and available today from Creed. Nice. We have a lucky fan in the yeah. audience. Uh, and, and by the way, what was that? I had that story last week of where tickets are going for yeah. 50 cents. 75 cents. 75 cents. Yeah. The actual processing fee was more than the ticket itself, right? Like, like five times yeah, more. Yeah. We got an email and a picture from a listener that went to the show. They, they were It was in Texas, I think. And, yeah. and they, yeah. they had nothing better to do that night. They're like, well, I got three quarters. Yeah. <laughs> God, yeah. I might as well, might go, as well see go see Creed. Creed. Uh, them Crooked Vultures made their first official single uh, called New Fame. <coughs> Available yesterday, and the track is also streaming on the Trio's website. We played it yesterday. Uh, it's taken from the band's self-titled debut album, which is due for release on November 17th. Meanwhile, following their first North American tour of mostly East Coast cities earlier this month, the group will next head west uh, for four gigs in November. So they're officially getting out there. Rob Zombie has announced via his Twitter page that the director's cut of his latest movie, Halloween 2, is finally done, adding that it is very different than the theatrical version. Uh, the new edition of the movie is likely to end up on a DVD release, although the arrival date for that has yet to be revealed. Halloween 2 came out in late August to mostly poor reviews. Yeah, isn't it wild that it's completely out of the theaters now that we're coming up on Halloween? Yeah, and uh, it failed to match box office uh, take of Zombie's previous film, uh, 2007's Halloween, which grossed $60 million. In U.S. theater, so but that uh, that special cut's coming out. Uh, the new lineup of Sublime, featuring bassist Eric Wilson and drummer Brad Gaw, uh, joined Gaw. by new 21-year-old singer guitarist Rome Ramirez, apparently won over thousands of fans with its first official performance on Saturday. Really? Uh, yep, and that was in San Bernardino, according to uh, RollingStone.com. Many of the estimated 15,000 fans on hand, large number of whom were too young to have seen the original Sublime before frontman Bradley Knowles' death in '96, cheered and sang along throughout the group set. And uh, that's correct. Ramirez had uh, dedicated the trio's opening number, Crazy Fool, to Noel, who uh, died of a drug overdose just before the uh, the band uh, became a mainstream success, but apparently it went over pretty well. And he must sound like him, I guess. I would hope so. Yeah. All right, and then uh, finally, R.E.M. releases its new concert set live at Olympia today. Uh, featuring tracks from a five-night stand in Dublin, Ireland in 2007. Uh, the 39-track set is available as both double CD and as a CD-DVD combo, complete with concert and backstage footage. At the concerts, R.E.M. previewed music from the 2008 critically acclaimed Accelerate album. And the set also includes uh, two new songs not included on Accelerate on the fly and staring down the barrel of the middle distance, whatever the hell that means. <laughs> okay. Uh, and uh, I cannot go on without mentioning the fact that the Pearl Jamboree is happening today. That's right. Nick McWayne is going to be a part of that. Click, what are you doing with that? It's uh, me and Pierre and Matt Cord, and uh, we're going to leave toward the end of Pierre's show and uh, head out into the city. We're going to go to you know some Pearl Jam-related stops in Philadelphia. Most importantly, we're going to be giving away Pearl Jam tickets for tonight's show. There are tickets that remain for the first of four shows at the Spectrum, but you know, just basically highlighting their return to Philadelphia. All right, so uh, people need to listen to hear yeah. where you're going to be. We're going to be giving out clues. We're going to do it uh, throughout Jackson's show and um, make our way down to the Spectrum. 
spectrum and uh, then, you know, start um, celebrating before the show starts tonight. You want to take the glory hole with you, maybe? <laughs> sure, sure, man. Could do that. Yeah. All right. Well, anyway, uh, you can get information at WMMR.com. And uh, don't forget that uh, Matt Cord's going to be broadcasting the pit live starting at 7 from inside the spectrum. And I think Jackson's there this afternoon as well. And really, MMR is just going to be all over uh, Pearl Jam being in town this week. All right, cool, man. Thank you. And then also, uh, Jackson's Local Shots is taking place tonight at Doc Watson's. And some of the bands performing, uh, Automatic Fire, The Shakers, uh, Clob, uh, Dive, Phantasm, Spy the Thinker, The Better Half Guy. There's wow. a ton of bands playing. Uh, it's like a mini Woodstock. Now, it says here, Clob, and then in parentheses, it says, Like Bob. Is that the name of the band, Clob Like it's Bob? Be, or they're right? just saying it's pronounced like Bob? Probably. Clob like Bob. Clob, clob, like, clob like Bob. Bob. All right, well, anyway. I think it's just Clob, and they wanted you to know that it was pronounced <laughs> it's not like Clob. Clob like Bob. So, anyway. Not Job clob. donkers. Yeah. Uh, this week is Jackson's birthday show with uh, oh, really yeah with uh, two floors of music so maybe that's why Clob is going to be there I don't <laughs> like know Bob uh, like Bob Clob like, like Bob. Bob Bob thank you Bob Bob five dollars at the door it's at uh, Doc Watson's eleventh and Walnut in Center City starring Bob Clob. And there you go. That is your music news. We have a break to take. We'll come back in mere moments. And uh, Pierre should be here and have a letter for us as we get closer to the Word of the Week prize. We'll come right back. Stay where you are. Now, more with Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. Uh, before uh, we get to the letter today, word of the week prize, I heard Jackson playing around with this uh, the other day, and uh, you know we've received we've received a lot of uh, fight songs and things for the Phillies, and uh, uh, how can I say this nicely? Most of them suck. <laughs> um, your heart is there; that's wonderful, but either the production quality is bad or it just doesn't, just doesn't uh, catch. Doesn't quite. It's catch hard it. to do, by the way, to get a song that really you know mobilizes people and they get behind. Yeah, but this was pretty cool, and it's from uh, from from top notch musicians now. Now it is uh, of a of a hip hop flavor, so yeah. just to uh, keep that in mind. But may, I'm all down with that chisnit. It, yeah. it may not be. Well, it's like Chamillionaire. It's like yeah. Chamillionaire. Uh, I'm not it, a fan. It may not or be your type of sound, but I do like what they've done and and the lyrics and, and this is pretty. You want like Lil Wayne? You want to hear some of this? It's yeah. uh, it's Chuck Treese, uh, Don McCloskey, our good friend G Love, mm. and uh, Tom Spiker, and they're calling uh, they're calling themselves Gorilla Delphia. Love I like that. that. And uh, it's called Unstoppable. Let's check out a little bit of this. There's just no stopping us, the mere thought is just preposterous. Others try topping us, we keep coming up short like Webster, Pop, and Gobbleus. We walk and we bite, line up the skyline in Philly tonight. And if you're feeling how I'm feeling, let them hear you say, it's all Philly tonight, it's all Philly! Champion sound, Philadelphia, bases loaded, we explosive. Bang it out the park, watch the crowd get open. Wildin' out, get rowdy and loud. Y'all know what I'm talking about. City of brotherly love, uh, 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 streets crowded north to south, marching, cause the city's proud, world series, y'all hear me out, we repeat, stamp our mark in the game, we play with our heart, yeah, Philly's the name, bases loaded, we explosive, bang it out the park, watch the crowd get open, bases loaded, we explosive, Philadelphia, the game's over, <laughs> 
game's over There's just no stopping us The mere thought is just preposterous Others try topping us But keep coming up short like Webster Coppolopolis We walk and we bite Light up the skyline at Philly tonight And if you're feeling how I'm feeling Let them hear you say It's all Philly tonight It's all Philly Shorty Jones on the microphone First time, lifetime Took a little trip on the broad street line Spent all day in the lot tailgating it's Chill, I just like that dog started vibrating Towels swinging, high hopes singing Fills are at the plate and the bats are stinging Making a hail in the opposition bullpen They got the umbrellas out saying Here we go again Even hips the kids in the indie rock bands Clap the hands, say yeah, Ryan Howard is the man-man Cause with a bat in his hand, he's like a band full of drunk Philly fans You come to Philly with some half-baked meat You're getting served like a whiz whiz Philly pan gonna do it again, Chase, tell him World I like that. I like oh, it. Yeah. It's nice, man. They got some good lyrics. Coming up short like Webster. I like that. Uh, <laughs> it's uh, Gorilla Delphia. And Nick, you were looking for a video. Nothing out yet, huh? I've seen it on YouTube, though, I think. and, and um, But maybe not. If, either way, we'll get the MP3 and we'll post it on uh, both websites. I want to get those guys in here to perform that yeah, live. Yeah. We can do that. Unstoppable. And that's uh, Chuck Tree, Tom McCloskey, G-Love, Tom Spiker. That sounds pretty damn cool, man. I like that a lot. Uh, let's see. What do we got to do here? Well, we welcome Pierre Robert to the hey! studio. Hey, hey. Welcome to Pearl Jam Tuesday. Woo! Yeah, man. It's uh, the big Pearl Jamboree. It's a Pierre's powerful processional of poopy to, down to Pearl Jam. <laughs> I need more alliteration. Yeah, uh, I'm, I'm out. I, uh, Help me, Nick. Uh, preposterous. Uh, Pachyderms. Pachyderms. Pantalones. Processional, powerful, Pantalones. potent Pearl Jamboree parade. Potable. Yes. It's going to be awesome. Yeah, we're going down uh, about 2 o'clock. We're leaving the building, and uh, we're going to go to a few historic sites, and uh, we're going to go down to the Spectrum, and then Jack's going to broadcast his show. Jackson uh, will be down there. So, the, And the sites that have a relevance to the Pearl Jam legend in Philadelphia. Roger that. There we go. All right. And uh, then uh, we uh, will have Jackson broadcasting live, and then Matt Cord broadcasting live, and the final four nights of the Spectrum are up, off, and running. Wow. It's cool. going to be a busy week. Crazy, awesome, awesome but week. wild. Yeah. Historic. Absolutely. And then we got uh, the Boys in Blue as well. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, that was quite a song. Well, yeah, it was <laughs> did pretty you cool, like that? Huh? I actually did like it, yeah. It's got some style to it. Uh, well, let's do the letter of the day, and we'll get out of your way and let this whole procession begin. Thank so, you. Let's do this. Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. Now, the Daily Letter. All right, and the Preston and Steve show is brought to you today by the letter. H as in happy. All right, and we are happy to give somebody a we. And it is courtesy of the new KFC $5 Madden NFL box. Choose from six KFC favorites plus a side and a Madden NFL cup. Unthink and taste the unsub. Yeah, a cup of 
KFC. Where was the one? The Madden, Madden Cup. Okay. Yeah, a cup. Yeah, exactly. Reach it's a two Maddens and a cup. Uh, let me see here. I got to thank our guest today, uh, Deanna Durante from uh, NBC10. And the fifth annual Philadelphia Hydrocephalus Walk, which is going to be on Sunday. We have the information on the website, PrestonSteve.com. You can get that. Thank you to our lovely uh, ladies for being on the Bud Light Hotty Cam. Kat, Amanda, Amanda, and Charmaine, who are all here looking wonderful. I also need to congratulate our Philly's hottest winner, Elida. Yeah! Philly's hottest Halloween hottie, and that's available. Uh, the pictures are on uh, WMMR.com, and we'll have to get her in here as soon as we possibly can. Uh, and also, thank you to Panera for supplying the food. And Bob, Dodge, and John for being here for a part of the uh, Phillies Tattoo Extravaganza. We give about a dozen listeners Phillies tattoos today as everybody is excited, psyched, on fire, set for the series to begin. Hopefully tomorrow night, weather permitting. We will see what happens. Casey, I love your shirt. Oh, thank you. Oh, yeah, it's my Phil Les shirt, but it he's looks wearing, like it says Phillies. Yeah, he's in in Phillies logos uh, writing. It says instead of Phillies, it's Phil Lesh. That's of pretty the Grateful sweet. Dead. Very, very cool. Sir. Thank you. Do you want it? Yes. I can get you one, actually. I'm going to keep this one. Are you going to be wearing that tonight? Uh, yes, I will be wearing this tonight. I'll be uh, kicking back with John Dorenboss at Barnaby's in Ridley. Nice segue. And uh, <laughs> the Budweiser's and Bud Light uh, that will be on special. And I believe pasta night Tuesday or Monday. Pasta night? Oh, no. Son of a bitch. What are you lying to me for? No, it's Tuesday night. Normally, pasta night's on Monday oh, night. Well, yeah. what is tonight? I'm going to have to find out. All right, I find out. Porridge night. Yeah, it's porridge, porridge night. night. All bears are welcome, please. <laughs> yeah, but come and join me. We're on MacDade Boulevard. Uh, what's on the show today, Pierre? Besides, obviously, you have the uh, the big Pearl Jam uh, Pearl Jamboree. Anything right. else to speak well, of? Well, we'll do a huge block of Pearl Jam, get you psyched musically for uh, what's coming today with concert preview. We've got a block of R.E.M., Scott Weiland's birthday as well, STP and Velvet Revolver coming. All right, cool. Stick with Pierre. Thank you to our sponsors, Lippman Jewelers, for an amazing selection of diamond engagement ring shop Lippman Jewelers today. Also, Goodwill. Go green. Save green. Make it Goodwill this Halloween. And also, Community College of Philadelphia. Go to ccp.edu for information on the December 1st open house. On tomorrow's show, I believe we're going to have uh, Victor Fiorello from uh, Philadelphia Magazine. He's got an interesting story he wants to tell us about. Uh, and who knows what the hell else we'll have. <laughs> uh, we have. I know we've got lots of stuff to give away this week, so I'm yes. sure that we'll have something planned for you. Hey, tonight, all you can eat crab legs at Barnaby's. Oh! Yeah, that's better than that's pasta. Better night. than pasta night. and wow. porridge. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> all right, so that's it. We're done. Ray John, have a great day. We'll see you tomorrow, gang. Bye bye. <laughs>